Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name's Thomas. My name is Sean. My name is Steve. And I'm Harvey Gladden. All right. Coming up on this week's episode, we got a review of Avengers Infinity War, a long anticipated. I know I say that a lot of times, but. Uh, yeah, you say time, that like every single this, episode. I know, but this time it's true. People. I think technically you're always right because somebody's always anticipating some I mean, right, was well, anyone really anticipating Winchester? Yeah, well, the masses are <laughs> anticipating sure, yeah. this, this movie. And uh, we have a topic this week. I think our Avengers uh, discussion could be lengthier than usual, so we're, we're going to keep the topic short, do something a little fun. We're going to do, uh, as Harvey mentioned, directors who look like their films. <laughs> it's like the people who look like their pets. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably not so much a topic as it is a roast session. A roast <laughs> session. All right, great. Well, uh, yeah, uh, if you haven't yet, check us out on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also, we have a website, dotherightfilm.com. And we also have a YouTube channel. Uh, we are going to have a new video soon. Uh, we, we do have a video. You can check that out. It's four great films streaming on Netflix right now. So, so check that out. And uh, other than that, let's get into the show. How was your guys' week? Steve, you go first. I want to hear all about it, Steve. Uh, hey, guys. How's it going? More uh, ASMR oh, You should also mention Steve. we were recording on a Saturday evening. It's not important. To me, it is. I feel like my week's not over yet. Yeah, the week's not over. I think anything could happen tonight. I'm really excited. I think uh, Sean and I are making plans to go uh, maybe grab some dessert. Sure, yes. Uh, so when did you excited. make these plans? I didn't hear about these plans. They would just happen maybe just five, happen. five minutes ago. Thanks for the invite, guys. <laughs> well, I just assumed that you listened and you just didn't want to go. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the week is still ahead of us, and I got a lot of stuff uh, planned tonight, possibly, you know. Uh, as as for uh, the the actual, like, days before this, uh, nothing was really going on. Uh, same old, same old on my end. Went on set, did some work. Uh, Where are you see. going with this? <laughs> <laughs> We're all like... <laughs> I mean, you could you could just end it now. If nothing happened. Well, no, 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 no. There's some there's there's some good content here. I'm just trying to I'm, I'm mining for it. You don't need to mine for it. Oh, we no, have movies no. to talk about. Yeah, no, it's but not not a <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I just you know, fuck, fuck, man. I really thought people were interested in what was going on. I mean, on. if something was going on, I mean, something just, might just have admit gone. It, we don't live interesting lives. You know, yeah, we don't. My but life is, my life is pretty interesting. I can't wait to hear is you again. Oh, well, something did happen today, which was really weird. Oh, God. Uh, so I was walking to the laundromat because I do, uh, do laundries on, on Saturdays sometimes. Not all the time, you know, okay. just whenever I have time. And as I was walking, this car is just like, hey, hey. And I turned, and it's these two Italian dudes in the car, and they're waving me down, and they're like telling me to come over. They like, excuse me. It's like, we're not from here. And they're like, English was kind of broken. And long We're story not the short, from here, like that. Yeah, like I kid you not. And they showed me their passport, like they're waving it till they say, like, "Oh, we we're visiting." And I'm like, "Oh, Bro. okay." And sounds like a they were rape situation. To, I I thought I was gonna get taken because they kept like calling me over, and then I finally got near the truck, which I probably should have done. And and then they, I found out they just wanted to sell me cologne, and I was just like, <clears> "This is the weirdest fucking sales strategy I have ever witnessed in my life." They're like, "We're not from here." And we can't take cologne back to our country. And we have 10 bottles of cologne that we were willing to sell to you for the price of one. What, uh, <laughs> what brand was it? 
I don't know because I was just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? We all know this is, is a scam on? if you've seen the Florida Project. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I didn't know if it was a scam or not. It just seemed like they were telling me their whole backstory. Or American uh, Honey. So I was just very confused about everything that was happening. There was no Cajon. <laughs> it was pissed. They were like, they're sitting there. It's just like, all right, just get in the back seat. We'll drive you where the clone's at. Yeah. And then you were never heard from me again. Okay, I heard like young a, a Spanish fake. boys are uh, hot on the market right now. Is that what that's what's selling? Yeah, man. Oh shit, it'd that could have Be a perfect uh, candidate. Oh shit. Well, I mean, that's that was my week so far. I don't know. Maybe I'll come back next week with something better. What would we do if she, what would we go after him like Liam Neeson and try? To <laughs> 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 we'll find you. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'm like in the back of the. We've van never done this before. Hey guys, I, I would go the you were never me. really here route. And you just Thomas Schoen was really hammer. good at finding people online. Yeah, that's true. I am <laughs> with these skills. All, all I need is like the color of your eyes, <laughs> and I'll find you. Oh man! Uh, so yeah, that was my week. Wow. Mm-hmm. How was everyone else's week? Um, exhausting week. Uh, I didn't do much. It was just exhausting because, you know, life is hard. Yeah, just being alive, your organs doing all that work, you know. Plus, uh, I just feel like naturally New York just takes it out of you. Today I was trying to go to, to Kips Bay, was stall on the, the 6 train for 35 minutes. I was like, fuck this shit. That that never happens to me in Brooklyn. It's always Manhattan every time I go in there. Yeah, Manhattan's terrible. Yeah, the trains are trash. That's all I got to say. Uh yeah, uh, it didn't happen. Today was a great day on the trains for me. Nah, I had, I had a rough time getting here. So, uh, yeah, not not much for my week as well. Uh, watched some movies. Oh, that's edited, what I forgot to do. Edited some movies. And then, uh, yeah, I did a lot of uh, chucking away at, at some projects. Nice. Other than that, yeah, I, I really uh, haven't done much. I know we were recording on Saturday because we were originally supposed to go hiking tomorrow. We we're going to do a... Do the right film hiking trip. Uh, it turns out <laughs> me and Steve are going to be working on a film tomorrow, so we're going to push that to next weekend. Yeah, next weekend for sure. <clears throat> for sure. Unless there's another film to work on. Which there usually is. No, it's never for me. I can, yeah, oh. how hard it was to find this one. I was like, I almost worked all weekend too. Like, yeah. My no. boss did the whole like, uh, office, what was that? Office space? Where he's just like, yeah, we're going like, to need you. Yeah, he basically asked me, it's just like, uh, so if this shoot happens on Saturday, we're going to need you to, like, come in. And I'm like, uh, fuck. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I definitely don't want to do that. What about so, you, Harvey? How was your interesting life the um, last week? It was okay. Um, I did enter in the uh, New York City midnight screenwriting competition. So um, Does it happen at midnight? I don't believe. Well, it's due well, it's at, midnight at midnight tonight. Yeah, that's why. Well, that's pretty fucking lazy for writers. Like, it's just like, what do we call this? Like, midnight challenge. I thought it was, you have to write an ad midnight. That's what I thought. You have 60 seconds. I thought you had, like, just a small (laughs) window of time. You submit, you started at 12, (laughs) and you submitted at It is a pretty small window of time, though, to uh, create a a screenplay for a short film. So, um, I've been mostly working on that this week. Like, a lot, actually. Um, So, I didn't... How much time do you have? Um, a week? Yeah, a week. Yeah. Did I tell you last I mean, year I I did mine two hours before midnight? Oh yeah. Because I couldn't I mean, think of anything. I uh, I used to do the forty-eight hour films, and those are insane. But uh, you n- almost never come out with a great product. Yeah, that's what I feel like this is. I mean, a week is 
I mean, we no. had to write a film. How many in pages t- in an hour? Huh? How many pages? Uh, mine is twelve. Okay. Um, in total, though, I've probably written about probably fucking thirty pages in a week. So it's a good, it's a good exercise, I guess. Um, if anyone's interested in, in doing that, I I would recommend doing it. I wish it was like easier. I wish it was cheaper to get in, just because it is a pretty high price tag. Yeah. Just for something like well, they, if you uh, share on Facebook, they take all five dollars. That's what I always do. Yeah. Forty five dollars. And I mean, if you do it early too, I believe it's you, a little bit yeah, less. Like do you win prize super. money? Yeah, you get a bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I guess that's worth it then. I, be, I believe the first place prize is like thirty five hundred dollars or something. Yeah. I, I think it'd be pretty cool if they were able to do that like more regularly and like at a lower cost. Why don't you so guys write something it? within our means and we can shoot it? Um. Cha cha cha. What are we doing? Right we're lazy. Now? We only do it if we have to do it. <clears throat> no, I will. Sh- if you give me a script, I will shoot it. Okay, I'll give you a I'm script. Blind. Oh my god, I think I'm blind. All right, that's it. Anything else interesting? Yeah, we're awesome, yeah. right? Did you uh, oh, eat man. any oxtail? I like didn't. You said I did you not. Were? Sean let me down. We ended up eating Thai food instead. It was good. Right? I heard. I heard about Thai that. Food. Yeah, it was good Thai food. I put it, 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 down, oxtails, put it down like a man. I heard. Champ. That, I heard he had Thai food and uh, yeah. Was it for good? thirty minutes afterwards, he was gagging like a fucking like a baby. Like I'm gonna puke. I'm gonna puke. No, so nothing new. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some uh, some cinema. Who lost? All right. <clears throat> I lost, guys. Oh, I'm going to be honest with you. I did lose. I did lose. And uh, Steve assigned me. Did I really? Yeah, you assigned me a I movie, I completely bro. forgot. You don't remember at all? No. Wow. Dude, I completely forgot I what I movie got, I gave you. you know <laughs> I just had a... Like a heat flash. Like when you said who lost the game, I was like, fuck, did I lose? It, was, yeah. <laughs> it got really quiet. So it was like, I totally to play forgot. It cool, like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about it real quick. Uh, Steve assigned me uh-huh. After the Wedding. Oh, yeah. What a what a good movie. <laughs> so it's directed by uh, <laughs> Suzanne Bier. Probably not how you pronounce that. Yeah. Written and directed by her. Yeah. Starring, we got Mads Mikkelsen, who I adore. And uh, Sidze Babbitt. Nudsen, Rolf Lasgard. That's wrong, all of it. I'm sure it is, but uh, I don't know how to pronounce these Vikings names. So yeah, <clears throat> after the wedding, the synopsis goes as a manager of an orphanage in India is sent to Copenhagen, Denmark, where he discovers a life-altering family secret. And uh, yeah, so the starring Mads Mikkelsen, he's like the main character. He's the owner of the orphanage mentioned in the synopsis. And this is a Danish movie. It's mostly in Danish, except for uh, the English speaking in India. You know, he he communicates with with a lot of the the Indian kids through English. <clears throat> Obviously, not Danish. And uh, okay, so this movie is surprising to me because uh, once I learned the premise from the first act, I was like, "How the fuck could they possibly make this two hours?" Right? I'm like, <clears throat> it's just the way my mind thinks. Like, if I were to write that film, right? Uh, and I realize now that I, I wouldn't be able to write drama like this. Like, this is not <laughs> what I would be able to write if I was to write, you know? And it's, uh, this is super dramatic. Like, the the way that they built off of this small little premise, and I guess if the synopsis doesn't give it away, I guess I probably shouldn't either. Don't, because yeah. I, I didn't go, uh, I went into this movie not knowing anything. I just okay. turned it on. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, like, a, a Life-altering family secret. That's all you, you need to know. But once you find that, it's kind of simple. And you're like, well, what what could you possibly do? And I assumed it was just going to go in like a like a like an indie mundane direction after that. 
No, it doesn't. It, it's hardcore drama. Hardcore drama. It's so good, though. And, uh, but it, yeah, in a good way. It has some of the best acting I've seen, like, dramatically. Uh, specifically from the large man who's played by, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Rolf Lasgard. Uh, he, uh, he's kind of like this, uh, this millionaire or billionaire or something that, uh, What's his face? Mads Mikkelsen's character is trying to kind of get money from to uh, fund a uh, the his orphanage, orphanage yeah, yeah. in India to feed all these kids. And Mads is kind of a uh, I'm calling him Mads. His name's Jacob, pronounced Jacob or something. Jacob, you know? Jacob. Jacob. I think it's Jacob. Jacob. But uh, basically, he's like a real nobleman, kind of like on the the verge of like uh, like socialism, where he's. He hates rich people, and all he wants to do is help these starving kids in Africa kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, he's great in this. Uh, it's always great to see him uh, on screen. And, is, uh, is he bad in anything? Have no, we he, seen anything that he's just like, oh, man, he did a fucking terrible job? No, he's great. He's great. So this movie, I guess my one thing that set me away from enjoying this, like, a lot. I did enjoy this movie, though. We'll say that. Uh, I just don't like the way it's shot. It's like really plain and feels kind of like Lifetime movie-like. Um, and like the score feels very like dated, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. It's just not that fun to look at, I guess. But like you are invested in the story enough for where it doesn't really matter. Um, and most people probably wouldn't find this a problem. But uh, yeah, it's super heavy-handed. And it's so realistic that I don't think it's like... It's not a cinematic experience at all. It's so goddamn real and visceral and like there's nothing stylistic about it. It's just like pure drama. And uh I think honestly what keeps this movie afloat is the performances. Yeah, they're great. And, and that they're and so real. On, yeah, and I think that's one of the only I would say I wouldn't because it makes it sound like it's negative like everything else just fucking sucks because it doesn't. Like everything else is like competently done. Like it's, you know, it's shot well enough to keep you focused and interested you know there's everything there it's just the performances bring this movie you know to another level and i think i think that's something that i do remember yeah i haven't seen it in like a year so i'm kind of removed but no, i mean i love yeah i know i like when i saw this i was just like this is such a pleasant surprise yeah because i wasn't expecting or i wasn't sure i haven't didn't hear anything about it so yeah i don't really have much else to say about it I I am going to cut my review short because I want to talk another about another movie real quick. But uh, yeah, I would give this a three and a half out of five. I mean, if you like heavy drama, that's your thing. Uh, you probably like this even even more than me. Um, when I say drama, I like drama too, but like in a different sense of like uh, <clears throat> I don't know how to explain it. But this is like the most realistic drama. Yeah, it's like nothing. It's nothing's far fetched. Like these seem like practical. Like there's no like, suspension of disbelief needed in this. It's totally realistic. Yeah, like, <laughs> the way everything happens, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a good movie though. I definitely recommend it. Um, but I want to talk about Bone Tomahawk. Okay. I don't know why I, don't know why I said it like that. I just I don't assume that's a dramatic say. effect. I guess. <laughs> Bone Tomahawk. All right. So Bone Tomahawk is a. Uh, Directed by uh, S. Craig Zeller, right? You may know him from uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99, which me and Sean both attached to our top 10 list of the year. And uh, it's written and directed by him. You got uh, Kurt Russell. and This is a Western movie, and Kurt Russell's in it. Go figure. 
You got uh, Patrick Wilson is in here, Matthew Fox, Richard Jenkins. For like a, a, a guy who hasn't done a ton of movies. And David Arquette. And David Arquette, right. Randomly. It, it's funny for for uh, like a, a lot of uh, – this guy is not a big director, but he got all these huge stars in here, I think. And, uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, so the synopsis for Bone Tomahawk is uh, four men set out in the Wild West to rescue a group of captives from a cannibalistic – or from cannibalistic cave dwellers. And uh, <laughs> I've seen quite a few Westerns as recently, recently, the new Westerns that we've been seeing. You know, we just watched one for the podcast a few months ago called, called Hostiles. Oh, I forgot about that. I did enjoy that quite a bit. Um, yeah. The thing I like about this guy the most, and I think it's why I liked uh, Brawl and Cellbox 99 so much, is that this guy, he, he blends genres together it like he takes the cores of, of genres and blends them. Not like overall like genre bending and like jumping back and forth. He just takes elements of like things uh that you don't really see in a western, you know? And the same with like uh Brawl and Cellbox ninety nine. Like he like when you hear that movie you assume it's gonna be like this fucking nonstop action ride or it's gonna be a fucking melodramatic piece. But somehow he rides the line between both. And it's not quite an action movie. It's not quite a drama. He just like splits it right down the middle and, and favors the best parts of each one. Uh, the reason why I love this movie, I do love this movie. Um, mm, you love it. Yeah, I, I really do. And uh, it sets you up, make you feel like you're watching one of those average like period piece westerns. You know, you got the the world building, and then the uh, introduce can the I, characters. Can I, can I guess what it is? What? That- does it just become like ludicrous how the way fucking cell block becomes like it just like shifts like out of nowhere like it it, it kind of shifts but like not really because it's still the context still remains yeah like it's just like it's it just it's not jarring this is different, at all though like brawl yeah. and cell block starts off kind of crazy like that scene where he starts smashing the fucking car yeah. but this, i mean like i was talking in terms of how the way in cell block how the way it you know there's a moment where he switches prisons and it just becomes like what the fuck it becomes a different, not inherently a different movie. It's just oh, it the almost feels movie. like fantasy. Yeah, exactly. So no, this just, feels more grounded. I does think it, it okay. feels. Um, it, it, so it starts off like right, just you know, slow western. Right, it takes a long time to pick up the pace, and then it turns into like one hell of a thriller with elements of horror. So I guess that could be the shift you're talking about. Yeah, uh, but it definitely does take it. Doesn't take a turn because like you know from the the synopsis like they're going to find captives from a cannibalist tribe right mm-hmm. so you already know some shit's probably going to go down it's, it's no surprise but it's the way he does it it's, it's just so so well done and uh, it's like Tarantino but tastefully done you know how Tarantino loves his violence he yeah. just unnecessary amounts of blood yeah and uh, this guy is like Miles more violent than the average director. Like no other person really makes like westerns as violent, but he does it so tastefully that it doesn't feel like cartoony like Tarantino, mm-hmm. and it, it feels like like horror, like body horror almost. Like it's it's really fucking good. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, it's just like this journey. Like they're camping out, and just things keep happening and happening. Like looters keep hitting their fucking campsite at night. And they keep getting in these altercations, so they start sleeping in the day, and there's just scenes of them sleeping at fucking 12 o'clock in, in the afternoon, 
just sweating. It's fucking dope, man. I love this movie a lot. It's uh, you've never said dope before on the podcast, so I, I guess I you must really must, you must no, really su- love it. Was, this movie really like surprised Shit's me. Dope. Yeah, I mean, like thinking <laughs> about like the last like few westerns that I've enjoyed that have come out recently: Hostile, Slow West, uh, Hateful Eight, or something. Yeah, they, none of them feel like this, and um, I really like it. I'm gonna give it a watch. You, you piqued my interest. It's so tastefully violent. And that's like an oxymoron. Hell or high water? No, hell or high water is not really violent. I was just talking about westerns. westerns in general. Oh, right, right, right. right. Well, that God, feels man, different. That's, that's dead in like modern times. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm talking like period westerns. No, I'll check it out. You piqued my interest. I really it's, like Russell Crowe. I mean, Russell Crowe. Crow. <laughs> no, I Kurt do. Russell. That, Kurt Russell in this role. Yeah, he's great. I mean, it, he's like the straight shooter. He's not like a wild card in any way. He's yeah. like the, the logic. I like when he yells. Dude, it's it's great, yeah. Where he he asserts his his dominance. Uh, yeah, just the the whole final act in this movie had me like, like I never say fuck when I watch westerns, and that's kind of what happens here. I never say that when I watch anything. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> you know, when some crazy no. shit goes down, fuck. No, no, <laughs> you probably have your own version of fuck, or you do it in your head mentally. But yeah, I'm giving this a four and a half out of five. Nice. The only thing I could say is wrong that it it's it starts really really slow, but I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall too. I pulled the Steve. Oh, how how do you feel? Oh, I've I've seen it before. I know, but I mean, how does it hold? Yeah, it holds up. It's good. Yeah, you know? it's like it's it's like one of those older like comedies that came out that actually does hold up. Yeah. You know, holds up. You know, you actually the, rewatched the Jonah Hill's sad character. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I rewatched because I Love he, You, Man, like uh, not too long ago too. Really? Does that hold yeah. up? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, I d- I just love Jonah Hill because I think he's actually the only one who's ever captured a Kinda waiter. Forgot how and long like how they, perfectly like yeah. he does. Like that's how exactly every waiter I, I, feels. I forgot how long they they spent on his dick in the beginning. Yeah. Where he drops a towel. He's yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but like, I forgot how long the camera actually had it on screen. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Not great. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. That, that's it for me. Who wants to go next? Steve? Bone Tom. Oh, I didn't watch shit this week, man. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, man. Harvey? Are you for real? No, I'm dead serious. Jesus Christ. I, I mentioned that in the beginning when you said, oh, I watched the movie. Bro, I'm like, oh, that's here's what, what you do. When I don't have time, here's what you can do. I, no, I'm not doing download, this. Download I'm that shit. That, I'm not doing that ridiculous thing. I refuse download to do it. Put it Watch on your train. iPad video. Take it on the train. <laughs> iPad. Video. They all had video. Does this work with a uh, Zoom? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll try it with my Zoom. Look. Oh my god. Watch dude. it on the train, bro. On your way there, and then finish the second half. I read books back. when I'm on the train. That's where you went wrong. I don't well, see you fuck. fucking co-host and do the right book. <laughs> All right. Well, Steve yeah. obviously doesn't care about this podcast, but uh, no, I don't. He'll Harvey? take it. He'll take a mulligan. I'll take a mulligan. <laughs> the fuck? Just like what? <laughs> Honestly, if you lose the game, you should have to watch two movies. No, I refute. I refute. I got a busy um, week. Okay, I'll go. Um, I didn't really watch anything either. <laughs> um, Jesus fuck! I watched. Talk about alter carbon. I, uh, I could. I'm not very deep in all nope, the carbon. Nope. No. Just wait. What episode are you in? That. Stop it. I'm, I'm just only on like the third episode. How do you feel about it though? Like the like it's like, like the idea. It's like cheesy it. and like like a campy sci-fi thing. But yeah, I like it exactly. Just, I just want right. to apologize I'm glad because to I felt the same. It gets it. Your it hooks into you and it it makes yeah. you want to 
I don't know, explore this fucking world. Yeah, exactly. Because it is a good world that they've developed, and it's an interesting concept. No, I agree. I'm glad. All right, let me ask you this, though. Say this is real. Uh, what type of body would you like your slot in? I'd want to be next like, time. I don't know, like what a, is happening right like now. Like a like a basketball player. Really? Like a, yeah, like a what big a, black basketball player. <laughs> LeBron James. I, 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 I just. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in like LeBron I just, James. Like, I just body, picture, obviously. I just picture like a giant. Like you super don't want, athletic and like, just like huge. Yeah, just, I'd probably like be interested in see what being a girl is like. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, well, next time I'd go Chris Brown. Anyways. <laughs> I'm. So, I never realized the podcast would end so soon. Like, I'm really sorry to everyone who listened. What? <laughs> All right. Um, we don't watch movies, but and then we start talking about TV. It's ridiculous. I watched um one thing. Thank I've God. been working on a you know that screenplay for the competition this week, so I haven't really watched anything. Um, but I did manage to watch a short film called uh, Dirty Computer. Um, oh, let us know. Which is uh made by Janelle Monae. And um, what else? I don't know. I was pretty interested in it before it came out, and then I saw the reviews it was getting and all of the uh, hype that people were putting on the internet. So I figured I'd go ahead and watch it because um, <laughs> you know that new thing, the internet. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> review it on this podcast now. <laughs> I mean, uh, is there something wrong with no, no? Janelle, continue. I the short Mo- films. Monet's short film. Listen, short films count because it is in all types of it's a it's, film. It's like fifty minutes. It's it's pretty much a feature yeah. at this point. Um but um yeah, it's a it's a sci-fi and um what's it called again? Dirty Computer. I'm going to check it out. Um there's a I guess a synopsis. Uh the story of a young woman named Jane who is living in a totalitarian near future society where citizens are referred to as computers and she explores her humanity and uh Happens to, uh, what is this saying? This shit's confusing. Which really happens to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness when mind and machines merge and when the government chooses fear over freedom. Um, this is a pretty interesting short film, and it's nothing, uh, it's not at all what I would have expected from Janelle Monet. Um, she's like, uh, I can't say she's like one of my favorite musicians, but I've always respected, uh, she seems like a true artist, and I, and, oh, I, and I respect said, uh, her. her. She's great. Her album was called Dirty Computer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is like a uh, a short film that accompanies the um, the album. And it's kind of like in the style of uh, like Michael Jackson's old music videos and how they would kind of serve as short films. This takes it like to another level, though. This is um, like completely separate and um, encompasses so much more. But um, yeah, Janelle Monae pl- plays the, uh, the main character and... Um, She's sort of in a relationship with uh, this other woman, but this is a long, long down the line in, in the uh, in the future. And sexuality is governed by the government um, to a degree, like it is today, um, or at least was. And um, everyone undergoes this process. Everyone that's different to um, cleanse their cleanse their brain of these uh, memories and these choices. Um, and it's weird because this movie is very connected to my. Um, short film that I wrote for the competition. That's also a reason why I wrote it. It's basically the exact same thing. And, um, we sort of see Janelle Monae's in memories as they're, as they're wiped, or I should say Jane as her memories as they're wiped. And we get to see the, um, the experiences that she's shared with, um, her lover and, um, classic eternal sunshine. Yeah. And it's played by Tessa Thompson too, the lover. Her name is Zen. So that was also really cool. And yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, so we get to see the memories and the experiences that they share together. And um, Tessa Thompson is, has also been wiped. And uh, we see her interactions with Jane in the future. The two characters meet in the future. One doesn't remember anything because she's already been wiped. And so you see this um, connection between them, even though after one of them doesn't even uh, remember the other one. Oh, and wow. how they're yeah, still it's... attracted to each other. It's it's a pretty great fucking short. It's so much better than I thought it would be. It has themes that a lot of sci-fi movies don't have today. And I think that's why a lot of them tend to suck. Because... <laughs> um, I know sci-fi is a great uh, genre to it explore um, not only things that may happen in the future, but um, like societal changes and uh, political changes that are affecting us today. And I think she really did a great job of capturing um, sort of the fear that people have behind um, just uh, um, sexuality and um, freedom and um, yeah, things like that. It's a it's a really good short. Um, I don't think I should rate it because it is a short film and I think that could be inherently problematic to rate it on a scale with features, but I highly recommend um, watching it. It's um, The art style is very fucking great. It's um, very stylistic and uh, futuristic looking. You can tell that they didn't have a huge budget, obviously, but they really... Um, I feel like they put the money where it counts, you know, in terms yeah. of like production design and things like that. Yeah, I think they just um, just found a lot of interesting solutions to um, problems that could be very expensive. It's 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 done really well. Um, it doesn't look shitty or, um, or or second rate or anything like that. Um, so if anybody out there is into Janelle Monae or just science fiction or or movies, I would I'd, re- I'd recommend <laughs> watching it. It's really good. You know, if you like watching movies, was this on Vimeo? It's on YouTube, actually. Yeah, I just put it on watch later for myself. Nice. I found it. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. For free. It's like, it is like 50 minutes. So, I mean, I guess it's not even a short film at that point. Cool. F- 15? 50. 50. 50? <clears throat> oh. Yeah, yeah. it kind of runs the line. Huh? I thought fit, fit, or shorts had to be like 45. Yeah, they're like usually like under 40 or something like That's that. That's like a weird space like to be in between. Cause, like, is it a futurette? Is that what it's called? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Because that's what like they a... do with like fucking novels or like novellas. Like novellas are like what, like a hundred and something pages or something. And the novel know. has to be like Futurella, more got it. Futurella, there he goes. Alright, so I watched a uh, hundred movies? No, I only watched two movies. Ooh. Uh I watched a movie called Mom and Dad. And this is a movie by <laughs> I wanna hear about this. Brian Taylor. He's most known for the Crank series. And uh, good. What series? Crank. Oh, remember? Crank. Yeah, do you remember that? I just Jim? know our yeah, Lord yeah, yeah. and Savior is in this movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember it being a series. I thought it, it was, was just two one movies. Movie. Really? Yeah. Oh. Crank one and Crank High, High voltage. voltage. High Voltage. Which I saw both in theaters. Surprisingly, me I don't too. Know Jason Statham's in both of them. Yeah. yeah. You know what's the so funny Jason. is that like back when these movies came out, you guys swore to me they're like, "Oh, this is a good movie. It's so good." Who is you guys? Like, not you guys. I'm talking I never about, swore like, about this movie. Or I think it was our old Narish. buddy who's yeah, narration. So you guys, about. someone totally not in this room. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, just because it's like because Sean, what they call it? Sean knows exactly who I'm talking about when yeah. I say you guys. So uh, yeah, back in the day, they used to tell me about this movie, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you need to watch it." I almost walked out of Crank too. I just couldn't handle it at the. I've never my, seen him. Did we I see just, it together? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we did. Was I think Danny was there? For yeah. Some yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can do this right now. It's just too <laughs> ridiculous. Well. 
this movie rides the same energy. So, <laughs> and but it has a and it has the perfect cast for this movie. It has our, our our good old buddy Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and he's a uh, he's true Nicolas Cage in this movie. He's a psychopath. And I don't mean his character. I just mean him as a person. I, I that shines that. through as a, in his character Question. as well. I miss him. Qu- question. Is Nicolas Cage a good actor or a bad actor? He's like a piece of art that you can't judge. He's like done that. really good <laughs> movies where he he did really well in his character, I would say. Um, I, I I just think that think he's trying to time, pick up the pieces now you think financially. With, yeah. <laughs> do you think with time that he's just like, do, do you think he's just falling into a, a thing of like overacting or just trying to like make up for the bad I think movies? He's I, underacting I think, most I think, of the time. I think that in his recent stuff, I think he's kind of soulless. Like you don't buy yeah, anything underacting. that he's like putting out there. Interesting. Um, okay. Because he does so much. Yeah, uh, so Nicholas he doesn't really does get into character. He does. I mean, he does like tw- yeah. he has like twenty twenty re- movies a year. Does he return the form in this? Not at all. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying, does he return to his true uh, crazy Nick ways? He's crazy in this movie, but I wouldn't say in a good way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so th- if you don't know what this movie is about, it's about um, some kind of mass hysteria, kind of unexplained, that uh, get that um, I guess it. Gets through like the airwaves, like static airwaves like on Kingsman, TV, right? The plot of Kingsman one, something like that. Yeah. And the only people that are affected are moms and dads, people who have children. What the fuck? And <laughs> That's so they, specific. And they turn into like kind of like rabbit zom- like rabbit zombies or some shit, like with fucking uh, rabies. And all they want to do is kill their kids. And we saw a movie a few years back, Harvey. I think, Steve, you might have seen it too, called Cooties. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I remember Cooties. Yeah, I remember it's Cooties. very, very similar. I've only saw parts of that. Yeah, it only affected children, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this movie is pretty much the same thing. There's even a scene of the school where the parents show up and they're kind of riding the school trying to break in and they're trying to kill their kids and only their own kids. And basically, the kids are just running around town trying to avoid their parents. Uh, Nicholas Cage is... A, oh, so, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So they only try to kill their own kids. Their own kids, oh, okay. yeah. So Nicolas Cage's uh, wife is played by so Selma weird. Blair, and I haven't seen Selma Blair in anything since like the late nineties. I, mean, I haven't seen her in a while. Did but, she uh, take a break? I don't she's know what been she's working been steadily. Probably, yeah. I like the positivity, Harvey. It's just like she probably has some gigs. Oh, no, I've seen her in some stuff. So we fall in this movie. We follow Nicolas Cage's uh, uh, son and his daughter. Um, they're probably people you've never seen in your life before, and uh, so this mass hysteria breaks out. Everybody's killing their kids, and. Uh, their kids actually traps them into the house and the tables have turned and shit hits the wall. I don't want to say too much. There's some huge spoiler stuff in here. Um, but yeah, that's basically what the movie's about. Just parents trying to kill their kids and we just follow the two kids uh, of Selma Blair and Nicolas Cage. Uh was not a fan of this movie. This, this movie actually annoyed me like the first, within the first five minutes, mainly because the editing is horse shit. The, the editing actually just... It, it looked like a metal video, like from like the early '90s or some shit like that. Lots of weird cuts, lots of like fast motion, random um, scenes that didn't make any sense. Nicolas Cage's character is weird too because like he's having this weird midlife crisis, and all we get are flashbacks of him in like an like early twenty-year-old Nicolas Cage uh, in a Trans Am doing donuts, and then. <laughs> With, with a girl on his lap while he's driving topless. And we just keep getting that same Im- image every time he's alone in his car in his like sedan driving to work. 
and doesn't really add up to anything towards the end of the movie. So that was weird. Um, the action in this movie is terrible. Uh, the uh, what else is we have? We also have the um, the boyfriend of the daughter, and he's probably the only likable character in this movie. He's the only one that actually has some sense. The kids are kind of stupid. That every decision they make is just doesn't make any sense. Uh, I kind of want to ruin it, but because the ending is weird. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, skip five uh, seconds. All right, Sean. no, I won't ruin it because it's still on. It's still on Hulu as like a feature. So I, I'm gonna watch it because one day I will watch everything that Cage does. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I didn't like this movie. The editing was trash. I'm not a fan of Brian Taylor. I never liked any one of the Crank movies. He also did Gamer, which is kind of similar. Oh, Gamer was horrible, man. Yeah, that was a bad movie. Uh, probably give this movie a one and a half out of five. It is right in the line of horseshit territory. Uh, briefly talk about another movie that I watched called Hatred, which is on Netflix. It's a B-horror movie. And this movie is directed by Michael G. Coe. And it stars Sarah Davenport and Andrew DeVoff. And the weird thing about this movie is that uh, it starts off like a porno. And I don't mean like there's sex or anything like that. There's the movie follows uh, four women going away to this getaway home up, I think like upstate like Vermont or Catskill, something like that. They don't really explain exactly where it is, and they go to this like giant house of their old professor, and they're just having a weekend. And it starts off like a porno because the actors act like they're in a porno, and I know why I keep saying porno. It sounds weird, <laughs> but, but um, do you guys remember that like one famous clip of that one? porn where she's like there's a shark in the tap the tub no or it's a shark in the in the in the ocean he's like what are you talking yeah. about it's a bathtub <laughs> that's how every character talks in this movie Brilliant. i want you guys to like watch the first 10 minutes of it just to make sure that i'm not crazy my girlfriend and i was talking about this the whole time like okay this is a porn right like they netflix fucked up somehow they slipped one through. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't watch it. No one's fucking betting this shit. They're just like, yeah, send it through. Send it through. <laughs> we need movies. Come we on. need more movies. So Amazon's me, beating us. <laughs> let me just get briefly into the plot of this movie. This this uh, plot doesn't make any sense. It starts off in the 1950s. And the house that they're staying in was previously owned by this ex-Nazi father and his wife and their little daughter. And How did he become an ex-Nazi? He escaped... After easy. yeah, the fallout, he escapes somewhere in Vermont, and he gets a package one day, and it's a what? It's like the cross, whatever that thing's called, the crucifix. And they um, with it is a photo with him and Hitler, and apparently he was a part of a, a secret cult with Hitler, worshiping the devil. So of one, course. yeah, one day his daughter defies him. He kills her in the barn, and then he buries her body in the wall, and then. His wife finds out and then kills him. And then cut to like 70 years later, the girls are now in the house and now the house is haunted by those spirits. And that's her movie. And it's horseshit. Edgar Allan Poe-esque. Yeah. <laughs> um, stay away from this movie. This is probably one of the worst horror movies I've seen in my life. Damn. Sean, you had a rough week. Huh? And the porno never came. <laughs> porno yeah. never came. Um, I give this movie a half star. What'd you give mom and dad? Uh, one and a half. God. Nick this reminds me of a movie that was shot in uh, South Florida. I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically the same exact premise. Um, like uh, some girls go away to a um, house in in Florida, and um, like a killer shows up. 
You don't know what I'm talking about? I can't think of the name of it. But, does, um, does this is it a killer or supernatural? It's a killer, and it turns. Well, this movie's supernatural. Oh, really? Yeah. The killer turns out to be one of the girl's moms, who's like super religious. It's a really bad what is movie. This movie it sounds familiar. <laughs> Find yeah. out the name for me. I don't even know. It's not one of those after dark movies, is it? No, it's like a no, not at all. Oh, okay, but oh uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got, guys. And Beetlejuice is in it. Oh really? Yeah. It's funny. All right. Well, okay. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, go into Avengers: Infinity War. Let's let's hear a clip. In time, you will know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny still arrives. Avengers Infinity War. The Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe. That is fucking dramatic. Starring, all right, so we got uh, writers and directors. Um, we have 20 the, writers. We got the Russo I brothers. I mean, cast, I think, is everybody. Yeah, it's, everyone. It's everybody. Yeah, it's everyone. All of them. We got the Russo brothers uh, directing this one again. You know, you got uh, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo. Let's go way down and list the nobodies. Ruffalo. Vin Diesel, Vin starring Diesel. as Groot. Groot. I, I wonder how much he gets paid. Uh, I was thinking about that today. I feel like he does it because through, through Skype. First of all, like <laughs> they don't do, need him. Yeah. Like they don't need him. They they got enough um Groots from like the first I am Groot. uh Guardians movie. They can just keep. I think it's just a gimmick those. at this point. Yeah, it's just honestly, it's a gimmick. I, I find it strange that um, Gwyneth Paltrow. She was in the movie for like five seconds. So let's be honest, like. How much she get? I find it strange that Josh Brolin is two villains in two movies this summer. Well, Cable's not. Yeah. It's not. I don't think Colin's a villain. Well, well, I mean, like two. Uh, I mean, he's he, the antagonist he, in that movie. Isn't yeah, he? he's, he's, he's playing two I like mean, pivotal, they, like yeah, Marvel pivotal, characters. Yeah, they acknowledge him. That's weird. They acknowledge like the that. fuck out of him. It's the same universe. It's so good though. Well, technically not. Well. Yeah, you they're know. not I mean, the main. It's not the same movie universe. It's the same universe. Ryan Reynolds. He's played what three? Yeah. Two. 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 I was thinking about the um, Green, Green Lantern, yeah. but he's but like but played like, yeah, he's played like superheroes. Yeah, that's true. Like, Hollywood true. really is just terrible. Fucking, uh, I love it. So but uh, speaking of uh, Chris Evans Hollywood, played two as well. Let's uh, let's talk about this movie. It's the big movie. Everybody's uh, been talking about it. It's supposed to be, it's, they said the pre-sales already sold out uh, Black Panther. That's crazy. Really? Um yeah, I'm not sure if that's like 100 percent accurate, but uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about. Empty it. empty today, right? All right. Yeah. Steve, yes. what did you uh, what did you stretch. think about Avengers: Infinity War? Our token comic book guy. Yeah, let's uh, let's stretch. I, I mean, I, I think I think Harvey's a token to- comic book guy. If anything, you ever read any of these series? Uh, like any of these main? No, no not related Marvel to series? not related to this. I don't but like yeah. reading. I don't like reading Marvel event books because it's no. just usually it, it's the it's an excuse for them to reboot. And start all over with number ones, or just like a reason for them to reboot. And it's, it's, I don't know, it just makes the universe more complicated than cleaner and just simpler for people to kind of like follow on. So I don't, I just kind of stopped. I like comic that. books because now I understand what comic. It books? all makes sense to me now. Before I didn't, uh, comic books are too much for me. Really? Well, we'll get into it. What did you think of the movie? 
so I think at this point, I think we, we can all agree that Marvel just can make a good, like, like just usually a solid, just good movie. And it's entertaining. Yeah. It hits all the points, you know, low point, high points, you know. Uh, with this one in particular, I just find it interesting because I'm reading some, like, reviews and people are saying they're crying and they're Bruh, emotional. You were crying in my theater. I cried. And I'm like... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> And I'm just wondering, like, I think the old, I think there was one part that I was just like, oh my god, this that sucks. But I, I'm just trying to, it's like, it's like, yeah, Marvel's not pulling punches. I'm like, oh god, like, I just find it interesting. Everyone's saying, you know, this is this is like their best thing yet. And my personal opinion, I don't think it's their best yet. I I feel like you think the best to come. N- what do you mean? Like, there's gonna be better? Yeah. I mean, I think there's always room for improvement. Okay, but uh, I think I still think Thor is one of my favorite ones in recent memory. Like I really enjoyed it through and through. This one, it just felt like they're juggling a lot because they were they they're they're not. I mean, they're dealing with so many characters and so many plot points mm-hmm. that they have to like fit all this in a movie. And I felt like overall there was like a weird pacing throughout the film. One thing I noticed, uh, some of my favorite moments though, I think were with Thanos, and I. I, th- I personally feel like if if we would have got more of a personal story with Thanos, like imagine the film from Thanos' perspective, wouldn't that be way more interesting? Like you sure. you see because we've already seen these characters a thousand times. Yeah, I, but I feel like and, they, and, 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 they and, owed it to everybody because of how many to- how much uh, he was infused in all of the movies, oh, and he, we get nothing from him. And that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, w- I would have loved to see more of his perspective. I think it would have been cooler if we, you know, seen, like, a lot of, like, what happens. And, like, we do get a good chunk of it. And I think that's my f- personal favorite aspect of the movie. Like, those kind of, like, more quieter moments. Because if you notice, mm-hmm. other than, like, you know, other than, like, his his moments, we really get a lot of action sequences. A lot of, like like, fast pace, like, hard hitting. You know, we don't get these very just relaxed moments where we get to see these characters interact. Like, everyone's just being very quippy, like usual. And I think that's, like, something you always talk about, Sean. Like, everyone in, like, Marvel is just a smartass. Yeah. And everyone's, like, quick to respond with another, like, uh-huh. funny thing to say. I think that that gets sidestepped a bit in this one because of all the action. Yeah, So, exactly. characters just seem a little bit darker and more serious. I yeah, I mean, yeah, the stakes I, are I risen. That helps. Yeah. Uh, personally, uh... I guess to kind of like wrap up what I'm saying, it's. I think it was overall like you know I enjoyed it. I had a good time, uh, but again, it wasn't like my favorite Marvel movie. I would. I was hoping maybe they would do something different. Something like, like in this universe, you mean? Yeah, in this universe, it wasn't my, my favorite. top five. I mean, there's 18. I think they said there's 18. Yeah, in this universe. This way, there's 18. Yeah, yeah. I've there's only like three seen Iron Man's, a Doctor Strange. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, dude. We've watched like I, I feel like I haven't this even seen show all the alone. Iron Man's. We've watched maybe ten. No, I've seen all of them. You seen all of them? Yeah, because I was looking at the the list the other day. I haven't seen Iron Man two, three, or Doctor Strange. I I've I've haven't seen like Iron Man three or Avengers two. I actually saw most four. of them in theaters. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I don't. I just I think maybe like I said last week. I think it's maybe it's Marvel fatigue. Uh, I knew what I was getting into, you know, like I, I still enjoyed it. And there's a lot of moments where I was just like, oh, that was fucking cool. Like, I think some of my favorite moments were with like Guardians of the Galaxy, like 
and Thor, I think there were some of the funnier parts in the movie and yeah. like more enjoyable. Especially uh, Thor has a pretty cool fighting sequence. So mm-hmm. I would say like that was a pretty cool highlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And real quick though, question. Acting, do you feel like these guys phone it in? Like, be be honest. Do you feel like they phone not, it in a bit? Not really. I like, don't get I feel it like too much from this. Like, I don't know. I just always feel like sometimes, like... I think they're having fun. I don't think they're phoning it in. You don't think they phone I, it I in? I also think that that's probably due to, like... You you can imagine this was a messy shooting schedule. Yeah, of course. So... Yeah, and it's... They, probably, they shot this movie over the course of, like, three years. Yeah. And the so, conditions in which they shoot, I don't know... I think it's I think like in regards to that, it's probably put together pretty well. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not a negative thing. I'm just curious if you guys. I feel like there were certain lines and certain pieces of dialogue that I noticed. I'm like, it seems yeah. like, eh, it, was like, it probably wasn't the best take. Mm-hmm. You know, probably. Uh, yeah, that's my thoughts. How about you guys? You guys love this shit? Is this your new like go to um, like I'll, movie? I'll, I'll go next. <laughs> Is this your new favorite, Tom? Well, so you know me. You know me on this podcast for my uh, my self righteous toting about how I, I hate superhero movies. Is this your first like five out of you five Marvel hipster. movie? You're a hipster. That's yeah, I'm a hipster. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Steve. Six um, out of five. What, one of my biggest disconnects with this uh, with this whole culture, right? Is a uh, culture. <laughs> the subculture. I don't know what the fuck it is. This medium. This medium. Uh, so. I I know everybody loves these characters, right? And um, I unfortunately never got... I don't know if it's unfortunately, but I never really got into comic books, right? But everyone around me seems to claim a a childhood attachment to these characters, yet not one of these motherfuckers brought a comic book to school. I've never even heard people talk about it and shit like that. I also... I think that's... uh, Most of those people were into the... TV shows, the cartoons. It's more TV shows. Yes, but nobody talked about that either. Everybody was talking about I think like it's anime. Sh- it's like, like it's. I think it's a growing up. I, think I didn't these talk. People, I, I never talked. Some of these people are lying. I well, yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like people are like, oh yeah, I've always been into comics, and they've never read like yeah, any. Yeah, I like, think any they're lying. Issues. I think they're letting the MCU make them believe that they're they've. In- that they've been into these their whole lives, but I don't know. Like yeah. my brother's generation were super into comics, yeah. but like this generation, like we fell off yeah. there. I yeah. thought. No, I would say like I mean, there's something I do want to talk about because it's actually one of my favorite moments in the movie. That I would say it's the most comic book moment. What's like, that? It, it, well, I can't I don't, because I think it's like a spoiler. Well, then don't say it. But I'm just saying that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to mention it. Okay. Uh, but I, I feel like it's the most comic book thing ever put in one of the Marvel movies, and people would blatantly disagree with me people are like that's not a comic book moment i'm like that's definitely a very comic book tell, moment tell me later i'll tell you later and i don't think you guys might agree with me but like yeah, i've read, read I've, comics. well yeah i've read like not just he- hero comics but just like image shit which is like yeah. not superhero at all novel stuff yeah like so i, I mean, think i know what you're talking about you think i know all right cool it's the yeah all right oh, i know what you're talking about all right write it down on a piece of paper um so right so that's why I don't claim any fake relationship with these these heroes, and that's why like I I grew up watching Scorsese films more than I did fucking. You know what, Tom? Like I'm not trying not to sound all like of a us douche. are fucking just like suave and sophisticated. <laughs> <I just> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. When I I'm was 13, saying, I was listening to a lot I, of fucking. I'm just saying. Punk rock my dad didn't show Scorsese. me comic books. My dad. My dad me didn't fellas. show me any of that shit either. <laughs> I found that on my own. I know, but like what I'm saying is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I liked film more than I liked comic books. I didn't like comic books at all. You missing uh, out? Eh, I don't think so. I've tried. I did try. I went to the comic book store before with a friend, and like, 
What, oh. they, what, what, what did they give you? I don't remember. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I take honestly it don't. Remember. I think a spider. I bought like a Spider Man issue. See, that's your problem. I, I like Spider Man. You Fuck. went to superhero right away. You just don't ease it. You have to go no. somewhere different. All right. Well, whatever. So, all right. So the Avengers. Specifically, I talk a lot of shit about the Avengers on this this podcast. I have in the past. I think they're just CGI fuckfest. There's a floating thing above New York City, or there's just some chaos going on. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I could just give a fucking fuck less. And uh, I think this movie fixes that for me. Like, I think they truly, like, made the characters feel welcoming to me. And I think they... uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed my viewing of this. Do you like, think it's because we've been watching so many Marvel movies and now you have that history with them, so you kind of care a little no, bit? No, because I think the way that they, they focused on their relationships more mm-hmm. and then they like they they pin them together against like something that actually felt like there were stakes, you know? Yeah. And um, everything else just seems like like arbitrary bullshit like Q fucking CGI floating mess Q villain that doesn't matter here yeah and stuff like that and I just didn't enjoy them like they were they were cornier they weren't as cinema they were cinematic but in the sense they felt at times like a like yeah. a 90s like Spielberg like Freak of, yeah, freak of the Week kind of like thing where it's just like these you know that this villain or this person yeah. doesn't matter because the fights weren't even great it yeah. wasn't until Civil War where I actually said the fight scenes Civil were War actually was really, great yeah and this movie carries that along. I mean, the fights are actually really, really good in this. Like, it doesn't just look like CGI smashing against each other. There's actually, like, choreographed movements that are appealing to my eye. Because Cap's in it. <sighs> sure. Yeah. Um, but, I but I mean, even when he wasn't in the fights, I mean, everything looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, without talking about spoilers, I know, like, we, we were kind of talking about spoilers earlier. We cut that out. Yeah, I, I oh. just I had to drop came a bomb. Out, came out of the gates blazing. Swinging. Um, I, I know that there is some predictions for the next Marvel movie, and I know that obviously, you know, this movie has a fucking like hard end of season TV show cliffhanger. Kind of, well, those kind of cliffhangers. But I still think it was kind of ballsy. I don't know. I think... Uh- I fucking love that. Actually, that was my favorite. That was like some of my favorite shit in the movie. I was just like, what, what, what that, the, the, the ending sequence, because I it was just, so I, fucking like all the audience did, in my theater, everyone just got quiet. It was just like, what's happening? Dude, my, what's huh? happening? I went huh? to a, all right, huh? so and then me, it ends. I'm like, yes. Let me set <laughs> and the I left stage. the theater. Let me set the stage the here, like, right? I'm I don't not like people it. talking in the movies. And I've even said some racist shit on this podcast about black people talking in movies. Have you really? Yeah, I've like just jokingly dropped it. And then Harvey will stop me in my truck. That was racist. I'll be like, fuck, it was Do you guys remember this? Yeah, I remember. So, all right. So I went to Brooklyn UA Court Street. And uh, the whole screening, I think there was like five white people, but the theater was packed full of black people. I had a fucking blast. Every time some twist or turn came, people were fucking screaming and shouting like crazy. And I was uh, I was feeling it. I was feeling the energy. I was I was happy that they were happy. Like, cause you know I don't care about these characters, but these people like they do. You know, like people who who go and see big blockbusters, like they don't see art house films and. So people who are really into these like characters and like love Marvel movies, I think this movie did a great thing for them, and that's why I appreciate the movie so much. It wasn't just a; uh, it didn't feel as much like a cash grab as it did service to these fans. Yeah, and I, I guess I appreciate that uh, a lot. Um, the, yeah, the fights are really good. 
the whole time I kept imagining I was like the the producers of Justice League getting a screener for this and be like, fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah like, like, oh, shit. Like, that's just oh, how so I this feel. Is, or either that or just realize, like, oh, so that's how you make a movie. I just, that's <laughs> how like, I feel oh, when so I they, see it. They went in that direction. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, why didn't I think of that? Fuck. Uh, that's how I feel when I see, like, really good indie, like, amazing movies. I'm like, fuck. I'll never be this good. Uh, that's probably what Justice League creators feel like. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I think there are some negatives with this movie, but that fall into, like, a silly popcorn movie tropes but i think like i mean I, that is so to be expected why is there even a point to talk about yeah it? exactly i feel like think about think about this movie imagine it's if it made didn't have for like me, you know yeah it's not made for you and on top of that it like it has so much history built upon it it's like me giving you a comic book and be like oh here's this avengers event book that's been building up and not just one issue but like all these other issues so i'm gonna give you this and i want you to read it like you're gonna seem like this doesn't make any sense like i don't like this and this is actually the closest they've actually come to kind of mimicking an event book. Like it's just like, hey, where, you where have to read. Everything is just an amalgam of just yeah, everything is everything. built up. There was just like, oh, here, like this is what's been happening. Like if you read like these thirty issues back, then That's you, a lot you of reading. Well, not really, For me. but uh, yeah, it's like I think they've come close to kind of capturing what an event book is. Like this is huge. Like yeah. this is going to be changing a lot of what's gonna be happening in the future yeah i mean i think um i don't know man like i think there were some emotional moments towards the end and i think obviously what you were saying earlier like we know that this is just one big cliffhanger uh yeah it's not like logan where you're fucking like crying you know logan's beautiful yeah but i think this movie like came close into like capturing some some emotional there, yeah, there, 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 for me, there was one part where I was just like, I think it was just sad. Just I think because it's everybody is going to agree on the same part. But uh, just wait. I want to hear this. I, like, I, feel, I feel like we should do a spoiler talk. We shouldn't do spoiler talk. You don't want to do that? No, we can talk after. Though. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We always say that, but we never do. <laughs> we end up talking yeah. about like other shit. I don't shit. know. I, uh, I had a good time in this. Um, my favorite part was in, when, uh, like I said, I was in a predominantly black audience. When when uh, that's T'challa, like the most whitest thing you've ever T'Challa said. is first introduced, and it, it was, was as they say. What did they say? It's lit. It was lit. It was lit. It was lit. I word? like. I don't know if your guys' showings were like that. No, no. It was fucking like. It was like Obama winning. It was. It was. It was great. What if Obama showed up? That would be amazing. <laughs> Hi everybody. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> gotta stop Thanos. <laughs> We've gotta stop him. <laughs> All right, that's all I really have to say. Uh, Especially I being in New York, everyone would have been flipping the fuck out. The theater would have erupted. And everyone's just like, how did Marvel keep this a fucking secret? Instead of Stan Lee, it's, it's like, who Obama. gives a shit? Yeah, who gives a shit about Stan Lee? Everyone freaked out over Obama. I thought, oh, I will mention that Stan Lee's cameo was very underwhelming, I thought. I think it just doesn't matter anymore. It's like Yeah, super- but usually they're better than that. It's just the service they have to do every but they time. But they could have did a better one than that. Um, yeah. But anyways, I uh, think Harvey's ready to go, man. Yeah, he got his like, got, notes. I'm so sorry, guys. I, I waxed poetic a little bit on that, but we thought it was gonna be like a short talk. Yeah, I, you thought I was gonna say, yeah, it's just another fucking comic book movie. I don't care about that shit. All right, Harvey, go for it. Um, Let the beast out. Yeah. If if anyone hasn't seen this movie yet, I think we should have probably said that this is a big movie and it's really long. 
It's like, um, what is two it? Two hours like, and 36 yeah, minutes. Yeah, like two hours and 36 minutes. It's very long. And this is actually the first time I'm going to say this. I think you should watch the other movies before you watch this. I, I mean, if you don't, then, I mean, yeah, you're doing yourself. You're going to lose a lot yeah, of Yeah, you're setting yourself up for, um, for failure because a lot of – it's been building towards this for a very long time. I forget uh, what network is uh, going to do every Marvel, the MCU movies coming up soon. Mm. Disney? No, it's like <laughs> what are you talking about? AMC time, right? or something like that. They're just going to play all of them one day. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That sounds scary. Should we do it? We we do a commentary. We just do the entire thing. Yeah, if you're down, Tom, that. I'm down. We had to quit our jobs. It would most but, but certainly that's, run that's multiple network days. TV, though. I'm pretty sure you don't want to do that. Are you talking about if you like had it on your own? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, we got to watch them all in a row. T- oh, I'm sorry. Let's let's not hurry talk. Um. Yeah. Like what a. Uh, I think I agree with uh, what uh, Steve was saying. Um, I think this movie, it has a lot of elements that I think um, are most familiar with like uh, people that actually read comic books. And I think um, that's part of the reason why I enjoyed this a little bit more than I thought I would. Um, it's uh, it's stuffed with so many fucking characters. Um, I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I think they do a good job at balancing the uh, the different storylines and the subplots. Everyone's off on a different subplot in this movie, and that can be confusing in theory. But I think they do a nice job of uh, stringing it together so yeah. that it aligns with like the the main plot, and that you don't really lose sight of that. Because everyone, everything everyone does is in service of uh, of is to stop Thanos, and I think uh, they did a good job with with handling this because it could have easily gone fucking horribly wrong this is so there's so many different characters and so many subplots yeah there's a lot of shit going yeah, on, on screen of, yeah there's a lot of shit i happening. was assaulted yeah they, they they kept it tight though and they kept it concise or or at least um yeah they, they managed it well i think uh the the action was um something that really stood out to me the fighting was a lot more uh visceral and um i don't know it was a bit it it was a bit rated R, if I'm honest. Um, this is I believe this is PG-13, but the fighting was very brutal, mm-hmm. um, especially like the Wakanda shit. You see um, fighting that 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 is uh, probably more um, uh, recognizable, like in the in the Captain America series. So I think that was a good job because a lot of the other Avenger films they kind of fuck up the fighting sequences. Is there's too many cuts, there's too many um, punches that are not shown. There's just um, I don't know a, a different uh, style of cin- cinematography and a, a way of capturing that action that they did in this one that um, really worked worked for that. But at the same time, there's also a lot of uh, comedy, as there always is. But there's also a lot of emotion. Um, I think this is probably the definitely the, well, yeah, this is absolutely the most emotional um, Avengers movie. And I thought that um, that was good. I didn't really feel any emotion, but there were definitely people crying in my showing, which was interesting. Um, but I do think there was one guy like next to me, and I heard him go like this. There was one part he's like, "Yeah, there." And, was, and dude, this saw, guy, what I'm talking about, this guy was big. Like he was I like, I saw a couple of dudes crying. He, he was coming. He comes up. He's like, "Yo, is the seat taken?" Some bald white guy. You could tell he's like some bodybuilder. Like, seat taken. I'm like, "Yes, yeah, it's, it's taken." Sit there, and it was one part where he's like, <laughs> and he's like trying to hold it in. <laughs> I mean, if you gotta you let it out, you gotta let you gotta it let out. Let it out, man. Don't go hunt so much. But um, yeah. There's um, 
Uh, fuck, what was I saying? I was talking about, yeah. There's there's some emotional scenes, and I think, uh, also what Steve said earlier, I think I know what scene you're talking about, and I think that um, that's probably my favorite, that's absolutely my favorite um, scene in, in, in this entire movie. It was not something I expected, and I think that's uh, part of what makes this movie great. There's a lot of shit that I didn't expect. I didn't think that they would be as ballsy as they were. It's not on like yeah. the level of like Deadpool or... Um, that's like or or, that's or like Black comedy, Panther you know? or Black Panther like those did like some really different things. I think this one does some very different shit. It's I'll, not on that level, but yeah, I would say, I would say like Black, yeah, I would say Black Panther and uh, and Thor Ragnarok were like the most ballsiest Marvel movies. Just like to really yeah. just like take a character and just like yeah, and Logan and and there's like and, and uh, just like Deadpool. take it somewhere else. Yeah, uh, this one is more impressive because I think this one is. This is a huge fucking movie. Those are big movies, but this is on a different level. So it was impressive that they actually um, decided to to, to um, do those things. Um, I don't know what else I want to say. I mean, yeah, back to the fighting. The fighting is cool. The CGI was done. Cool. Yeah, CGI was really, really well done. There was moments that kind of bothered me, but I don't know. You had, like, with the CGI? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just it's because I know it's like little things that I'm like it, it's uncanny. What is the the term uncan uncanny valley effect, where you know something like it looks real, but then there's like something that throws it off. That kind of like yeah. I mean, I think there's one in the very never, first scene. Yeah, I'm never fooled, but I mean, it, compared to other shit, it, it yeah, of course, good. yeah, yeah. Um, there's one part in this movie where the CGI was noticeably bad. This is the first scene? No, no it wasn't it was the first scene. It was actually at the very end for me. It was uh, Don Shield's head floating around. In yeah, 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 yeah. That is was that bad. What you're talking that about? was bad. Yeah. Dude, that was bad. There was like, yeah, there I was thought it was going to fall off. It's it's the head sequences. It's when you know that they're wearing a costume, specifically uh, Bruce Banner as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. I feel like a little bit. What? A little bit. Bruce Banner, his yeah. head looked weird. That's yeah, it. oh, that, I don't think that's yeah, yeah. It's very but, minor. Yeah. Very it's minor. coming from spoiler king over there. I don't yeah. think I have a I lot more to say about this. Um, yeah, it, it it does some things um, with good style, and um, it's uh, it's not predictable. So I enjoyed that part of it. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it. Mm-hmm. You guys should have went to. the the showing I went to. My showing was full of uh, like uh, young girls for some reason, Ooh. and they were all Ooh. very excited when Chris Evans showed up. Really, it was it was, it was a total have you opposite. Seen that beard? Have the you beard seen was that? nice. The beard it was, was a nice, nice. beard. Was, he had like nice long hair. He looked very. Uh, he looked very. It rugged. kept getting in his face when he was fighting. I was like, "How is he fighting right now?" <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody gave a fuck about him in my showing. They were mostly just like when T'Challa came. Wakanda, then, dude. When they were, they started doing that thing, or no, it was when Steve Rogers says, "I know a place." Before, yeah, everybody, before, everybody before, before it even was shown, everyone starts clapping. <laughs> that, that's weird. Uh, people did clap a little bit in that portion for me as well. Um, but like these were, this was like okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's funny you mentioned uh, Chris Evans because uh, the, was the he only, at your showing? No, no, no. The only article that I read about this movie was an interview with him. Uh, him being uh, self-conscious that his hairlines receding. And one day he's he's not gonna be able to really play cap- the captain anymore because like well, lo- so dramatic, right? That's the only article I read about this, and um, that's all he talked about was hairline receding. I think he's just going through some kind of crisis. I saw him the other day. Was really? Yeah. Where? Joaquin I saw Phoenix him in Tribeca. Crisis. I was uh I was working, and I was in an Uber with this hey, guy. Cap. 
yeah, yeah. he was walking his dog and he and he uh he had like the the most thickest luscious your... mustache but that's the thing like how can you walk only... your dog and be in the biggest movie in the well, i don't decade. know why it's because like <laughs> most people will not notice him because he was looks completely different he has a very thick mustache right now and he has a flat top so i noticed him i look i'm like i'm like talking to my uber i'm like yo yo do you think and he's that... just like he's like yeah that's chris evans do you think that like, flat like, oh, top shit. is a decoy or is he playing a role? Where he has no, he's a, he's actually in a play right now. I kind of want to go see. He's playing a cop. Oh yeah, I want to see that as well. Yeah, like it's yeah. He, he Who has, else is in it? Someone else is in uh, it. Michael Sarah. Yeah, I, I want to go see. That. Oh, that's that. on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it's on Broadway. It's, it's, on Broadway. it's yeah. expensive though. Really? Yeah, people from the hostel I think are trying to go. Uh, yeah, you know that same day. Sorry, uh, I saw uh, me and my Uber driver saw Nas as well. Really? Yeah, we're just driving. I don't he, see he any like, of these people ever. We're like you guys driving, driving down Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> no, dude, we're driving down Canal, and he was just like, he's just like, yo, yo, and I'm like, listen to me. He's like, what? He's just like, dude, this Uber driver is so fucking it. cool, man. He's he's like, Do you have the same Uber driver every day? What is this? No, no, it's the same fucking day. It was the same ride. What? And he literally goes like, yo, yo. He's like, you like hip hop? I'm like, yeah, I like hip hop. Oh, it was I, Nas right there, and we see Nas walking out of his fucking truck, yeah, and he goes man. in this fucking thing. <laughs> I'm just walking through my city, man. Is that Nas? Yeah, that was my Nas. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. Sean, continue. He's very, he's <laughs> let's let's quiet, move right? from that. All right. So I think uh, if you directly compare this movie to like Justice League, this movie, uh, I would say, accomplishes uh, another level like of success. fun and success. Yeah. Whereas justice league you t- you uh i think the most standout thing about uh this movie is thanos which we can all agree because his character has like an added level of depth that i don't think we've ever re- re- ever really gotten from a comic book that. really we yeah. can talk about it together yeah. but uh, <laughs> you hold hands but I, don't and you think, <laughs> I, I don't think since the dark knight there's been a comic book villain that has this depth uh, i mean i disagree Compared to who? Well, Killmonger. I'm, Kill, I was going to mention that. I think Thanos and Killmonger, I think it's the first time in a... Uh, and, uh, uh, I still don't think we got the Vulture. Killmonger and Black Panther. I, I think those three like are like highlighted because they're the first time ever in a Marvel movie. We're like, wow, this character has some depth. Like, There's something behind what they're doing. And you kind of like... like I would openly say like I completely get where Thanos is coming from. And I also completely get where Killmonger is coming yeah. from. Like all these characters, I'm like yeah. I, I kind of get I, it. I'm more talking about like uh, screen time and what was yeah. written for the character. Just, and if you compare him to like uh, Steppenwolf in Justice League, who he has yeah. no character depth at all. There's barely even an arc <laughs> for him. Show was awful. And the CGI was horrendous for him as well. Whereas Thanos looks like a person. He looks like an alien. Yeah. Like on Earth. And there's a some of my favorite scenes. All of my favorite scenes are with Thanos. Yeah, well, especially when you just kind of like. Everyone like feels something. Like all the all the heroes at one point, when he like steps into the room, like everyone feels something. Like something like oh, something's up, and he walks in. And everyone's just like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah. Like it, it's like he really brings. I think they're able to capture that on That's screen. Big like, that, yeah, like that fucking presence. Yeah. Big T. Is that what everyone's calling him? Yeah. yeah this movie is it's it's of course bloated, but I think uh, this movie works in regards to like how heavy some of these scenes are with action, some of the emotional stuff. Just a lot of like the jumping from place to place. I think all of that works, and I think they actually did a really good job in like timing things in terms of like how they're picking up one story from the other, where you don't forget about what's going on, and it paces amazingly. I think I, w- I would say. Um, also, th- one of my favorite scenes. I don't know if this was the scene you guys are trying not to spoil, but the Vormir scene with Thanos. 
that scene's incredible. Oh my god, that's yeah, my that favorite was a, scene in the was, whole movie. That which, was scene, an, which scene is it? Vormir, the Red Skull scene. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Yeah, that's. I mean, we're not going to say anything. But if if they read comic books, that's a spoiler. I don't know, but I don't know, but no, I was going to actually mention that. I was like, when they first see a shot of Vormir, I'm like sitting, I'm like. He's like a whole fucking movie could take place on this planet. I was like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know who Vormir was. Something very nerdy here, but um, that whole world reminds you of the the Mage Mountain that you go to in Skyrim to train. Yeah, (laughs) it looks exactly (laughs) like it, doesn't it? (laughs) That's how disconnected from this franchise. I didn't know who Vormir was. I was like, why is everyone? He's not a character. Vormir is a place. It's a planet. planet. Oh no, it's the desert planet. Sorry, the Red School. Oh, oh yeah. So you didn't know from Captain America. Captain, Captain America. America. Right. I don't he's remember the, that. He's shit. Captain America's first villain. In yeah, the like, first movie. I barely remember. He's him. a Nazi. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a bad guy. But uh, yeah, the, uh, there's a lot of cool artsy scenes with Thanos in it. Did you guys realize that? Like this movie has. He has movie. great scenes. Yeah, he has, he has great really scenes. scenes. Like that's. I what think I'm the saying. scenes you the scene you were talking about was the Thanos scene. Right? I was just like sad that that's what like hit that chord, and I'm like, that's the best scene. And I'm like, yeah, and that's why I literally said I'm like, I walked out because I'm like, all right, I was talking about the one on that planet. No, there's a scene. Later. Later. I think he's talking about another one. There's a scene Closer later in the, the movie end. where Thanos has a standalone scene, and it's it's uh, it's very all, colorful and beautiful. It's 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 so fucking artsy that my whole audience I knew was just thrown off because they were yeah, like confused. Right, yeah. They're like, "Why is shit not blowing up right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why why I, no one's talking? I, I, <laughs> like, also, why is nothing happening? Thing, I think especially since we're talking about that that specific scene, there's some uh, elements of like emotional drawbacks to this movie that kind of like. It's believable. A lot of yeah. like these Marvel movies, you don't buy it because it's either the the story doesn't work or the acting is just kind of cheesy. Yeah. But especially, I, I would say that's a lot has a lot to do with uh, Josh Brolin, that he's able to portray a really good villain, but also be compassionate at the same time. Yeah. He's Whereas, just overall a charismatic actor. Yeah. But right. um, yeah, I think that's my favorite. Hands on my favorite aspect of this movie. I do like the action. I was surprised how good the CGI is. I mean, I guess it would have to be this. Apparently, this is the second most expensive movie ever made. So you can fucking tell, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and the credit, the credit was like twenty minutes long. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys what? just wait. Real quick question: Do you guys what? stayed for the whole credits? Yeah, yeah I watched that. I, I, wa- I walked out. I saw everything. It's because, uh, I, because I, I oh, was wait, like, so you don't know. No, I don't know. And it was like a moment because tell the. Re- you? Yeah, you can tell me. Not uh, now, there was, I can't. No, not now, but later. But yeah, the reason I ran out, because I'm like, this movie ended perfectly for me. I'm going to leave. Like, I don't want, I don't care. Like, I will see a trailer in like a year or so. They, they didn't they do what ex- they usually do and do like five ending credits. They did one at the very, very end, and it was very s- small. Was it satisfying? Yeah, I think so. If you, yeah, I mean. Okay, all right, yeah. we'll talk about it later. They didn't do like think- the fucking post-secondary like no, it's yeah. just like non like Hawaii Gardens of the Galaxy did it where it's just like yeah you have to like wait till the very end yeah like I read so I was like reading like alright so the VFX supervisor right, who's the cinematographer I, dude I was this one that's so funny I was reading everything too yeah. I was like reading um I was like, I'm the, tra- sit here. the I'm trainer for like Chris Evans and shit like their names yeah. I was like, I was reading the names of the stunt people the stand-ins oh, yeah. I'm like wow those are the real fucking heroes right there yeah Unsung heroes, <laughs> but uh, I think for the first twenty minutes of this movie is probably my least favorite as like least part of this movie because, especially uh, with uh, Doctor Strange stuff, they there's a lot of like on the nose dialogue to try to like get people to understand what happened in the last movie, especially with his movie, and it's kind of like they're talking to the audience, and it t- kind of took me out of it. I was like, oh wait, is this movie, this whole movie gonna be like that? 
but then they switch gears and it just everything's just into place and it just works from there on. Um, and like you said, Shoma, they do the classic like alien spaceship hovering in the city, where it's like yeah. one street in New York City for some reason always like it never really travels. And um, this one did go to other places eventually. Eventually, yeah. I'm saying well, like in the other Avengers movies, it was like the it's final it, it, yeah, always builds up to like yeah, one yeah. spaceship in the sky, yeah. and then they're just like fighting that. It one was thing. like sucking the energy from the Earth or some shit. But I don't but know. you have to admit there was one there was one character who was just like fucking wrecking shop, and I was like loving it. I was like this is so cool because yeah. it just literally destroys the whole point of that floating spaceship. Like he comes into the picture and just like it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I I really like the way I want to spoil uh, it because his appearance was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I I like the way they re- they reintroduce uh, Vision's character. He was another um favorite of mine of this. I kind of upset that they didn't do like a Vision like spinoff because I feel like we could have had a really good rom com with like Scarlet Witch and the Vision. <laughs> what? Yeah, we could. Uh, my girlfriend loves uh, his comic. She said, really? "Yeah, yeah, that's oh, her favorite so far." Yeah, I was like talking to her about. Com- she reads a lot of comic books. I think more yeah. than I do. And she was, know. yeah, she was like telling me, she's like, she was like telling me, like, "Oh, Vision's really good." And you read Vision. I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> but yeah, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, it is two hours and thirty six minutes long, but I would actually go to see it again. Me too. I, liked man. It. I enjoyed it quite it's a bit. A good, I want to see it time. with a white audience and compare. Like, a, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see which parts they cheer at and like which parts. I'm gonna let you it know. It was the opposite. Nobody yes. cheered no for one's the Wakanda cheer- scene, and they cheered really? for Chris Evans. That's they cheered so, for Thor. That's so crazy. And the Guardians yeah. dudes. Yo, that's they're, actually they're, Guardians they're, dudes. My, my theater, they did cheer for Guardians, yeah. which is weird. They uh, held back uh, with some of the comedy in this movie, but uh, there was one scene where I was just dying laughing. Dude, there was one scene yeah, for a, me where I'm a, just like lost. There's a there's a good. there's a particular. Game of Thrones cameo in this oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And he and one the one that was ridiculous. And uh, he goes, uh, it can kill you. And oh, then yeah. Thor goes, not if I die first. No, he said, oh, he said oh, only oh, if I die. die. Only if I die. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, what killing means. <laughs> Dude, I was that, laughing so that, hard. That's the kind of humor I would never expect. Usually they're like. That's what I'm saying. They're like, that's like why one-liner love. witty yeah. stuff. But they're like, like for instance, here's another one that I thought was funny. Uh. I got a better one for you. Who was the? Oh, and then, yo, uh, <laughs> that shit was fucking. I amazing. can't remember the like, exact line. It was like, it's like, where's Gamora? Like, who the yeah, fuck? Was why is like, Gamora? Why is Gamora? <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got one for you. Oh, we're, we're ruining jokes here, dude. That shit was so fucking good. I lost it. But that that's was what I'm saying, an interesting like, joke. I, I, like, I like the way you that can they tell all... there was a fusion though of like all everyone who's ever contributed to these movies. You can tell there was like a little bit of added humor from like each of these movies. Like, yeah, it's like Thor. Did. Like Ragnarok's humor was combined with that Guardians of the Galaxy, which was just so fucking good. Yeah, because that's not the same Thor. That's Th- that's yeah, Thor, completely different. Yeah, Thor, you know. Thor wasn't like that before Ragnarok. So like Taika, like you could see his comedy style. He's like where a he fucking put, idiot now. Yeah, like he yeah. fused it, and it just works so well. Like they, they like fixed this, Thor though. They fixed it. Yeah, like oh, that sure. that one scene. He was just like he's like sitting there. He was like talking about his his hammers. Like yeah, it was just really awesome, and it was just supposed to be this really this like. Like sad scene, and he's just talking about his fucking hammer. And he's I just love like, it. Yeah. He's like turning into like a bro, and it's, it's pretty like, funny. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's been on, he's been mingling with humans. Awesome. He's been mingling on Earth. He's like for a, a space while. bro. Yes, yeah, space bro. <laughs> also, like I thought, it was pretty funny how they acknowledge like Chris Pratt's obvious weight gain oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. the last. Oh uh, yeah, that was movies. great. That was funny. He, he gained gain, he gained, he gained oh, some yeah, weight in the face and everything, so they acknowledge pretty well. Maybe yeah, the comedy still holds up. What little did we get? I like no, how much Dave Bautista has progressed, like yeah, as an yeah. actor, and like his, his like his comedic timing Dude. and shit. It's so good now. Yeah. Dude, that scene is like, 
where it's like they're having it's just like all these moments that were supposed to be serious with like in Guardians and like Thor scenes it just gets shot down and just like comedy is injected and it's just so perfect for me. I'm like, yeah, but this movie knows when to be funny and when to be serious. And I think that's where, um, there was was like, especially on earth, like that's when the more like serious things were happening. It wasn't as funny, a little bit more grounded, but when you're like off in the space odyssey with these other characters, it's just, they just really just like, yeah, they they embrace how ridiculous it is. I kind of miss the days where like superheroes were so like foreign to, uh, like the the average people on the population of the earth. Yeah. I miss those days where people were like saw Spider Man and they were like, What the fuck is that? Now it's just like, Oh, that's just an Avenger. Yeah. I kinda miss the simpler days oh, like the supernatural was hey, still man, unknown. Listen, October we're getting Venom. It seems like a very older superhero movie. Yeah, so that's weird. Are they that. gonna tie this in? I mean it's the same. No, they're not. No, it's not. But it's that's Sony. so weird Sony. because Sony. it's Sony. But it's still Marvel. It's Sony yeah, it's though. Weird yeah. though. But they still get the Marvel They're least like, in characters. Just wait. Do you think that... It's not Marvel I want, I want, It's in association with Marvel. Yeah, in association. Yeah. But like, they show the Marvel thing in the beginning. This is a company that was bankrupt 1996. Yeah. They're like this, the superpower of the world now with Disney. I mean, yeah. They they crawled their way out of debt. I yeah. mean, there was a time in the 90s where a lot of comic book companies were like struggling... Even you yeah, know, this is why I don't think anyone around me fucking read read comic books. I think there was like oversaturation at that point of just like comic books, and Plus you Dragon see a Ball lot. Z killed them. I mean, oh, it's not that at all. I don't know about that at all. But then, kind of, I watched a really interesting documentary about like comic books. Uh, I don't want to talk about it now, though. Mm-hmm. But you guys should check it out. It's about image comics. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, I no, think this. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I, a, I would it's a good love. Time. I would love to bring my pretentiousness to this movie and rip it to shreds. But I won't lie to you. My emotions were stimulated, and I was I was enjoying my my experience in this movie. I remember seeing Age of Ultron in theaters, and I was just like, "When the fuck is this gonna end?" Like, I just could not care. But how how did this movie do a full one eighty? I don't like. I mean, I know how, but I like, think they've learned from uh, yeah. the, their past successes. I also think it's because of all the directors producing this one movie from the past, and uh, everybody comes together and just you know infuse their style. I think yeah, I think they're learning. Like they first they revived comic books into movies, right? You get Iron Man, Thor, but they were they were everybody was excited because holy shit, it's a live action now. But then I think the people needed more like you couldn't just do the same old shit like yeah. they, they were corny they were not i mean that comes well with just made. like comic books in general like you can't just keep having the same like writer just like pump out i mean they sometimes do have the same writer just pump shit out but they you know evolve. people yeah people will be like i want something different from this character now and that's how that's why they cycle through writers i'm like okay you know they had this is like let's say with batman like scott snyder's run with the new 52 and it was amazing and then they brought someone else in to do like don't to know do who any Tom of these King. people are Tom. King. Well, these are writers from comic books. Nerd. Um, whatever. Uh, Fucking yeah. comic book loser. Back to my pretentious self. <laughs> you know, it's Fuck not. It's not, it's not real art, though. You know, it's not real it's art. You guys want to drop some scores? Uh, Steve, you have to rate this one. It's I can't rate movie. it. It's the biggest movie of the year. You, gotta you have to rate it. No, I can't. Don't I be refuse. A dick. No, I Don't refuse. Be a dick. Uh, so I'm going to say this. It was a really great time. I highly recommend this movie. If you watch all the other Marvel movies, uh, yeah, there's like. There's a little bit of faults. It's still not my favorite, but I think I think you will have a great time, especially with the the villain being. I think in really this universe, it could be my top three. Really, mm-hmm. that's well, good. Wait, yeah, 
Yeah, I could say that confidently. I feel like yeah, I feel like it's easily top ten for me. I think ten. There's only eighteen of them, bro. It's not that impressive. Yeah, it's top ten easily. Because top it's ten out of eighteen. Like, it's like it's impressive? like six. It's like six. I would say. Okay, so top six. But I don't want to put top, top six. three. I would say Guardians, Thor, and this. The first Guardians. Logan's not, up there. Logan's not this universe. MCU. No, MCU, MCU bro. Yeah. I'm talking. I think mine would be like uh, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 3, Jesus Guardians, Iron Man 1. and Gu- Thor. Yeah, I would say and Guardians. And what? This would... number five or something? Yeah. In no particular order, I would say Spider-Man Guardians, Homecoming was up there, too. Spider-Man though. Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok is up there. All right, uh, so maybe I like more of these. We have to Iron Man. That was the fir- this was the first one that started this uh, style in this yeah, universe. Yeah, it was just weird. I never thought that would be the one. You would assume Captain America yeah. would, would be the starter. Win- Winter Soldier was one. I was just like, I'm like, damn, dude, fucking Captain America. Because I liked First Avenger, but then Winter Soldier brought it to another level. I'm like, dude, this is like, mm-hmm. this is quality. Yeah. I, um, all right. We'll, we'll all talk right. about spoilers when we turn the uh, mics off. I don't think everybody's going to see if this. If you guys I mean, want to listen in, just come go back in time and uh, the, come, uh, come to our apartment stone. and all we right. can talk about yeah. Uh, I'll drop a score because I'll... I do want to tell Steve what happened at the ending credits. But yeah, what's what's your score, Steve? Three and a half. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, what's your, what's your score? Uh, I think this was a good watch. Uh, good uh, AMC watch. My I, dude, my theater had like five people in it. it was That's crazy. So weird. Yeah. I love it because I, mean, I think it was like a weird. It was a two D, and uh, it was the only thing that was shown like two D. Who the that fuck day. wants to watch it in three D? I would just get headaches the whole time. Just like mad watching. people are watching three D at really? my theater. Yeah, I saw them glasses terrible. being handed out. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Ooh, that is, I liked it a lot. That is shockingly high. I was surprised how good this movie was. For Tom, me. I want. I'm ready for you to drop that five. <laughs> this Look, is man. gonna happen in our lifetime. You know that, right? You're gonna give a That'll Marvel movie happen. a five and, out and of I should mention five. I'm rating this movie based on the enjoyment. Other films. All oh, right. Yeah, how it stacks up. Well, hey, check it out. Four out of five. Woo! Damn. Damn. That's that's unheard of for me. God, I feel like a new man. I'm about to read comics. Shit, I'll Just give you some, man. Nah, I'm right. You good? Or Burn right. them, bitches. Chill. Harvey, um, what do you got? Honestly, if uh, if it weren't for uh, Thanos and uh, a couple of those scenes with Thanos, specifically the the, the uh, Thanos' last scene, um, this would probably be a three and a half. But after seeing that scene and... Uh, just like putting that for mouth it's breathers. It's a four. It's that's a four like an me. indie film ending. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's definitely yeah. an indie film ending. And yeah. people were just like, I could tell the whole room was just like, what's happening? I could I, felt, I just, I felt I that love, energy, and I'm like, people were like, screaming, no, like like literally as a person that they like they loved, you know, like or like something happened, you know, like oh, in their family, Damn, people were freaking the fuck so out. Good. I was so, like, I was eating it up. I'm like, yes, yes. I was just feeding off everyone's like, yeah, this is how I feel when I watch like Good Time, you know, yeah, like, like <laughs> motherfucker. The same, like every yeah, every film, like every like so any got, film I felt that just ends so across weirdly. The board. Like, huh? Steve, just don't be, just rate it. I'm not. I don't rate things Four. anymore. That's not who I am. It's not rate your enjoyment on it. <laughs> On a scale of one to five, how much did you enjoy it? We can mo- uh, we can motion to make him review. Just right? wait, what? You can't do that. I think we Sean, should. Sean, come back. Uh, we probably. I think we, the thing is, it's a podcast. We review and put stats on do. stuff. It's <laughs> this is outrageous. I came with a meeting. I mean, to be right fair, if you wanted somebody's non-rated you review, you asked them on the subway. Like, did you like that movie? Did you saw good. last week? Yeah. <laughs> If, if you go to a podcast, you want to know what they thought and what how good. you, you want to you want to be able to gauge their enjoyment. All right, it. you know it's a light four for me. Okay, 
It's only oh, we got fours across the board on a comic That's weird, book huh? movie. Yeah. Not not, not just really. a comic book movie. Well, like an Avengers. Logan got like fives, right? Logan's yeah. got five. Out th- I believe I, I gave it a four, six. four and a half. You, why do you have to be that person? Logan's a perfect comic book movie. Why do you have to? No, be that Dark Knight. Movie? Well, I'm gonna make you rewatch Logan and give it a five out of five. You have nah, to. Dark Knight's six out of five, and we can watch it in the black and white. That's douche. version. Yeah, I mean, still. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess we gotta pick a movie next week. Um, I guess since I'm hosting the show, I actually wasn't prepared for it, but I will be in just a sec. I'm actually surprised we all gave that a, a four. Something big come out next week? I feel like it does. I did want to catch a d- disobedience this week, but I, I kind of want to watch I, it I was as gonna, well. I was going to watch it today, but uh, I did not. I just uh, I got wrapped I up in not. the Avengers MCU. Actually, you know what? I was going to watch the writer. I was trying to decide between those two. So next week we have a weird. Uh, we have no blockbusters coming out next week. So the first official, I, I kind of prefer one over these. Well, not really. So we have three like main releases. I wouldn't even call them main releases. We have Bad Samaritan. We have Overboard. Don't even know what that is. Oh, that's a that's the remake. Uh, this is Anna Faris, and wow, mm-hmm. it's okay. It's a remake. And then we have something that that looked interesting to me. It was Tully with, uh, what's her name? Charlize Theron. I don't know what that is. Really? I saw a trailer what's for it. What's it called? Tully. Oh, that's where she's like a, a mom and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That it, one looks interesting. I'd be, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be up to watch that. She doesn't want to be a yeah, mom. That's yeah. a Jason Reitman. Uh, what's, the, in the, uh, what's the woman's name? Uh, that wrote Juno? Uh, Diablo Cody. Diablo yeah. Cody. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. not crazy about uh, Jason Reitman, but I'll check it out. He's, so, but I, I mean, some other things we got. If this thing would fucking stop covering up the options I have here, I did. I did like Young Adult though. Yeah, Young Adult. Was so I, I mean, we have we have this movie I've been seeing everywhere for some. It's reason. not playing. Most Izzy places, gets the like fuck across Tully? town. I yeah. believe Tully's playing at Angelica for sure. Yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be a big, well, the biggest release of the week. Uh, yeah, so Izzy gets the fuck across town. I think, you know, it's funny. I think most, like, big movies steered clear of uh, Avengers. So I think they, they definitely want, like, a two- to three-week cushion on there, right? Like, they're not oh, going to... Easily, easily. Yeah, yeah, that's why we're not seeing anything notable. Um, yeah, we got Racer and the Jailbird. We have that... Uh, we're not doing a documentary, so... Um, and we have the cleanse. I'm not sure what any of these are. Uh, I'm going to vote for Tully. I, out of these, I have to vote Tully as well, which is weird. Not a lot of people have heard of it, but it, it seems to be the biggest uh, movie. I, I keep seeing the trailers at, uh, Angelica and it, it looks, it looks good. I haven't seen the trailers at all. So I just, saw, I guess I mean, I'll go in Another blind. movie is it like, uh, Bad Samaritan, but I'm not really sure much about yeah, it. I'm not sure what that is. I know it has to do with like a, it's like a thriller about uh, these two like car uh, valet parkers, and they like f- they go to the dude's house because they have his keys and GPS, which Harvey. sounds like Death Wish. Harvey. Yeah, it does sound like Death Wish. But, but they find out like some crazy shit about him. We have to see this. Tully. Yeah. Oh no, Bad Samaritan. Why? Why would we What's do special that? about it? David Tennant's in it. Is he in it? Yeah, he's lead. <laughs> We have to go see it at Who's this David point. Tennant? I don't even know who that is. Don't worry about it. Doctor David who? Tennant. Yeah. He's the best. Doctor. He's the best doctor. He's the only doctor, to be He's honest. Doctor Who? The ninth doctor. Yeah. We could also do the Netflix movie that came out last night. What's that? Their big Adam Sandler, Chris Rock movie, The Week of. Oh, oh we yeah. can do that I, as well. I don't know anything about 
I do. What I is it? Chris Rock that and Adam like Sandler. I, I saw it's a Happy Madison production. It's supposed to be like, oh, really? yeah. But yeah. I saw the trailer. It doesn't look bad. No, it doesn't. It looks like something close to what he just did with like Merowitz's story oh, yeah. in terms of this like character. Oh, David Tennant's the uh, the villain in Bad Samaritan. Mm. Yeah. He plays a good villain, especially in Jessica Jones. Yeah. He's also a villain in, uh, I don't know which Thor movie it is, but he plays the Dark Elf. So my votes would be Tully, I guess, Bat Samaritan, or the the week of. I kind of want to go. I want to watch the week of because I saw the trailer. It doesn't look. It looks pretty funny. I feel like it, it seems enduring at least. I mean, I think for popularity reasons we could do that. I don't have Netflix. Maybe on, maybe so. we should. I mean, we all <laughs> just like what? Watch a movie. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you mine. Yeah, we we all no, have I Netflix. I'm not gonna no. Just like, like what? Are you, I think for podcasting, no. we should incorporate Netflix releases. I, as well. I agree. I might go with that. Because you guys, are you we sure did it's coming video. out? This no, that's it, it pretty came sh- out last night. Like it's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Okay, I think we should do it then. I, I mean, mean, we can still see if you guys want to go see Tully. By all means, I kind of want to go see Bad Samaritan just because David Tennant. I, I've never seen him in like movies ever. So. I think. Yeah, I, I don't think it's. It's one of those like movies where he's not going to be present, and they're going to be revealing things about him. No. I don't know. Uh, I think... Um, okay, so it's on Netflix right now. Yeah. I think I think I'm going to vote for that. Because Tully seems like less yeah, accessible. I feel like people might be interested in our Netflix reviews. Yeah. Because they're for, really big now at this point, I would say. Yeah. more. I see, Like when a Netflix movie drops, I see more shit on that on my Facebook feed. Yeah. Let's not, let's not talk, talk about how we make the sauce. I guess we can just pick one. All right, let me make this. Sound. We're pretty transparent in this fucking. Podcast. Yeah, it was like man transparent. I like the transparency, Steve. What's your vote? Uh, the week of. You'll do it. So yeah. that we'll get Harvey a Netflix account, and he'll. Uh, yeah, we'll sign you up for a free month. I'll get you a screener. I'll download it and send it to you. <laughs> you, you rip it. Yeah. With my phone. <laughs> with, with, yeah. with my commentary. <laughs> Yo, Harvey, you, check this out. Check no. Out. <laughs> it's not even a commentary. It's you laughing over the jokes and you can't hear them. It's a good part. It's a good part right here. It's a good funny, part. Right? <laughs> All right. So we we got a topic to talk about. I like about. Chris Rock. So Yeah. yeah course, I, I mean, course. you can't go wrong with Chris Rock. Has right. there been a moment? Oh, I think they went wrong with him when he says this, some shit about this, killing. Grown ups, I feel like is, he did a bad movie. I this guess. is interesting because um, I was just I was watching uh, YouTube earlier for some reason. And uh, I don't know. There's always people commenting on like Chris Rock, uh, like bits and stuff, and they call him racist. Like who who could possibly think that Chris Rock is racist? I think um, he said something that the 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 whites did not like. We had this, on his, this on conversation his with Jesse last night. <laughs> Remember, you were saying uh, you can't be racist against white people. I mean. I think you can. You can. You, you, can't, you, can. you can't be you can't. systemically racist. Well, you can't, you can't discriminate against white people. You can be racist against. You can white be. You like, can definitely. You could say I. I don't like people that are white due to the color of their skin, yeah. or like I don't like people but with that skin. You definitely color. can't discriminate. But you can't against. like. You can't like keep them from getting jobs and. Like, yeah, you can't like discriminate. Like, oh, I think that's when people say you can't be racist to white people. They mean systemically. Yeah. We don't want the whites here. Uh, Unless, you know, it's like an all-black community and you won't hire someone. I don't know. But uh, he said something about, I don't know, it's like some kind of sick joke, but... No one, everyone's hating on Chris Chris Rock right now? But ironically, Chris Rock is the same guy who, who fucking made white people believe it was okay for them to hate N-words but love black people. 
Yeah. Like, it's so ironic that they'll even call him racist. Like, look what he did for you. He gave you, like, you you, you ran <laughs> look, with that. Look for, at all the gifts he has provided for you. you ran with that for a decade. But anyways. Michael uh, Scott did. Yeah, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> the difference between black people. Listen. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, I've been rewatching episodes of The Office. And it's fucking brilliant. I don't care what anyone says. That's the best TV show ever fucking made. When I'm in a bad mood, I think about my favorite like moment, Michael Scott moment, where he just walks into the office and just yells, I declare bankruptcy. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Dude, it's just like, <laughs> what? Like he thinks declaring bankruptcy He's like, out loud declares bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> because like, the whole uh, office is so quiet. Now we're just going like, to go I down a fucking I, line of favorite I, office. Fucking I think <laughs> the best moment. episode is when he, he buys a 90-year like, mortgage. <laughs> 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 like he has to die in that house. Yeah. Let's, let's not he's like, do this. He's like, that's where my kids will swing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a townhouse. <laughs> he was like playing with the stove and he lifted the thing. I was like, well, is this supposed to come off? <laughs> he's like looking for ways to get out. That's let's, the best. We can't, we can't talk about one of the greatest comedies ever put on TV. Dude, it's just like, right, it's yeah. fucking gold. Like every episode's gold. I know, it's great. Fuck. I I've watched the finale not too long ago. I cried. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's let's talk about our topic that Harvey has gracefully chosen us this this week. It's it's a weird one, and I'm not sure how to even approach it. But uh, can I go first? What what is no, it, I Harvey? Go I gotta go first. Harvey, explain what it first. what it is. The topic is uh, wait, what's the topic? The topic <laughs> is um, <laughs> directors that look like the movies that they direct. It, it's like one of those things you can't put your finger on. Like obviously, movies don't have a physical. Yeah, attribute. Yeah, but, but they look like they were in the movie. They they just look like they them. look they, like they they embody. They're, they're, the yeah, movie. they're like the physical representation of their films. All right. Yeah, and I feel like most directors kind of embody that. What's anyway. your What's your pick? I'm scared. Because I guess my first one would be Tim Burton. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Tim Burton obviously looks like All right. dude. That's a really good one. <laughs> he Fuck. wears. I think he wears. Um, what's the sh- like eyeshadow or I yeah, think he, he puts eyeliner. Eyeliner. eyeliner yeah I think he wears like eyeliner and he like is always dressed in like black I feel like he's like, yeah, like, the, his like hair a, is everywhere like, in black he was like a rejected member of the cure like he was once in I, the band in the early years and yeah. then they kicked him Harvey, out I don't think <laughs> I don't think you should have a runner up because like it, what if you take like one Smith. of ours doesn't he <sighs> yeah he definitely gives that my Adam runner up is so good though I don't think anyone's gonna pick it alright we'll do runner up to last then alright Steve, my pick is so generic because I didn't think about this at all. And I'm just going to just pick the obvious one. Which one? And I think it's just Wes Anderson. So fucking obvious. Yeah. He is like, he's the like, he's the physical embodiment of like hipster culture and like the movement that he started with. He's so beyond that. But it's just like, you look at him and you're like, oh yeah, you definitely make those movies. Like you like, it's like, you look like you're one of the characters in your fucking movie. Okay. Yeah, definitely I that. That. I actually didn't think of that for some reason. He dresses in like velvet fucking like <laughs> coats and shit. He looks like a, like a captain pu- of a, the a, thing is he pulls weird, it off, you know, like boat or something. He has long hair. It's just like, he just pulls it off very well. It's nothing against the guy, but he definitely is the physical embodiment of all his movies that he's this ever released. And if you look at all his characters, they all dress just like him, or yeah. have like some like. That's flair. funny. That's funny. Like uh, Bill Murray and Royal Tenenbaums. That's yeah. exactly what he dresses like. <laughs> just pretension and uh, yeah. turtleneck re- refinement. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just picture he's A one of those guys that coat. sits with his legs crossed this way. Like I don't even know how guys do that. Cause I'm, oh, you're doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even realize it. <laughs> 
at him like, the fuck you talking I guess, about? I guess being fat, I've never really been able to do that. I don't so. know if it's that. I can't it's do like that. It's like large thighs. What do you right? mean you can't, can't do that? I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. Nah, it'll destroy my junk. Do that shit right now. Dude, I'm, are you breaking something? Dude, it hurts. Are I you can pulling see the a muscle? muscle? It physically hurts. I can't do it. Sean, what? Uh, what Sean, you can do it, right? This, this, yeah. See, Sean can do it. Your thighs are your thighs are small. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a big. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I have don't a thigh gap. Yeah, don't don't come over here. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we sound. Yo, this fucking Steve. show is just going off the People rails. People are gonna think man. we're high this episode. Yeah, we're not. I all all I have is a fucking energy drink. But man, I'm uh, like three drinks in. Yeah, Steve has Sean, like three beers. what do you? Uh, what do you, What director do you think embodies their films physically? Mine is pretty spot on <laughs> and obvious. What is it? Uh, I'm gonna go to Woody Allen. He he looks like his movies, like just just like a tweed jacket, snarky, short, kind of pretentious, but like also yeah, like very anxious, charming too. though at the same time. Those are his, that's his movies. I'm actually but, also kind his of characters, like, like usually like his characters, and a and lot manic. of his movies, his early movies, like from uh, like say 1985 um, to like 1970, uh, his characters were in love with younger women. All of his oh, movies, wow. and that's yeah, yeah, yeah it's a real <laughs> no, deep but, cut. <laughs> what are the odds? But look, pull, I mean, I'll pull up an image of Woody Allen. He looks like his movies. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. It helps that in he's Manhattan, in. It helps that he's in a lot of in his Manhattan. Movies too. He was in love with a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So, I forgot about that plot point. Right. I don't forget about. It. I so, forget about it all the time. I think my pick, for some reason, is David Lynch. Okay. That's a good one. I feel yeah, like his his just his hairdo. Yeah. His his like his slithery movements and like I don't know, it just reminds Slithery movements? What the fuck he, does that mean? He's just like I don't know, that was a bad way to word it, but he um He's just like he's, he's on not, set and he's, he's just like a, fucking moving about like that. I feel like just the way he, like he, his face, you know? It's like Dude. it's just it's eccentricity. Like you can see it in his films and like you can see in his demeanor, I guess. Like, yeah. The way he's like in his interviews. Like, I feel like, what's his, uh, God, I can't, why can't I not remember his name? The the director of Mother and like Noah. Aaron Oski. Aaron, Aaron, yeah, Darren, Darren Aronofsky. I feel like he has that, like you see him, you're like, yeah, you definitely made this fucking No, movie. I think he, he's a pretty down to earth guy. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I've seen him on Anthony Bourdain. He's just a normal dude um, who's just really great at making films. But David Lynch is a just character. Talented. He's a character and, and he's not... Is he in any of his movies? I don't. I don't he's he in did. Lucky, surprisingly, which yeah. I did not see. Uh, I don't know if he's not in any of his movies. I don't think. What are you talking about? Lynch, David Lynch. Um, oh, what are directors that are like... in the Louis? Oh, okay, yeah. I never seen that. I'm no, curious. Don't like a racer. You never seen Louis? What TV show? Wait, Louis. He was in Louis. Louis? Yeah, yeah, he was in Louis. No, I'm saying his own movie. Oh no. I know he was in. I know he was in. Right, he was in Louis. I thought he made yeah, a like, movie no. called The Louis. Yeah. You said. I thought. I was like, what? I've never seen that. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, a racer has like a perfect. I mean, that's like the his film that like that everyone. Knows. I mean, he has wacky hair too, but but also. Um, I don't think it's wacky. I think it's pretty. cool. I would say just the tone of like things like uh, Buffalo '66 and uh, and uh, Wild at Heart, like stuff like that, feels Lynchian. It's a, that's a term, Lynchian. You yeah. Know? So I mean, like he's he's embodied like yeah. a sub, like yeah. Definitely. I think another one. I, Even I, Twin Peaks. Going back def- up. Yeah. I feel like Twin Peaks stuff definitely embodies like his whole persona. Did you have another pick, Harvey? Like a runner up. Um, my runner up was Wes Anderson, but uh, I mean, I got a couple. I was thinking. I think Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie definitely. Do you guys think uh, Peter Jackson kind of looks? Yes, like he kind of looks like a Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does. 
That was my point. <laughs> Dude, that's so fucked no, up. No, he looks like a dwarf. He's a fucking now he genius. Looks like a dwarf. Don't fucking. You can't fucking speak ill of fucking. You can't speak, speak ill of fucking Peter Jackson. Speak Don't ill fucking, of anything internally. He really doesn't look like a hobbit. He's got a mythical look to Maybe, yeah, that. maybe a dwarf. Dude, what like, about. A d- dwarf and hobbit. Like are a the wizard? Same thing. I got another one. No, or first of all, if we're going to have this conversation, no, it's not. definitely not let's the not. fucking same thing. I got let's not. One. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> I, I don't really see yeah. that. I, I don't Maybe. see that. He's, I was going to say, uh, he looks like a Kubrick, cle- Kubrick like a looks like a maker. broken man, and his movies are broken. Yeah. Oh Kubrick kind of looks like a sociopath. All right, how about this? How about like movies that you watch, and you see the director, and you're like, damn, you really made that? Like, what about that? Like, the polar opposite. Uh, I, don't know I would say uh, like American Soderberg, Honey. I feel like Soderbergh, when you like see him, you're like, oh, you made all these movies? Like, you wouldn't Soder- expect it. Nah. I think Soderbergh think so? looks like, like a, a director, like, yeah. a, like a, a straight shooter, smart, striking guy. And his movies are just like snappy and smart. Okay. I think Cronenberg doesn't. Cronenberg looks like a normal dude, I think. Yeah, Cronenberg looks normal. And his so, I mean, James like, Cameron just looks like a fucking white dude. <laughs> like, there's yeah. nothing. I wouldn't recognize him. Someone, street, someone, I, I think, I think Sean know, has the best one from earlier I when he I mentioned saw it. Ladder I think, at my job. I think, uh, Michael, Michael Bay, Bay was the best one that you mentioned because I was to start laughing. He's always like, wearing like Hawaiian shirts. I, he's like, like his, trying he to embody like, like Miami, like culture. He's just the like at the first 80s. one I thought of, but I, I was like, yeah, well, bad boys doesn't feel. He's like, no, he's just a representation of like, like Miami culture or just like, just like this, like very, you know, overexposed like kind of lifestyle in like the 80s i definitely get that vibe from him he has, yeah. like, he has like wrestlemania posters in his room i'm gonna look up <laughs> i'm gonna look up pictures of young michael bay fuck man we're just shitting on these guys and we're some, shitting on them. Just, oh man. I, sh- I shit on you know you uh, shit on peter jackson you not, can't i didn't say anything about his artistic merits you can't shit on <laughs> he said he looked like a hobbit <laughs> what you can look like a hobbit and make great films i don't know what the fuck the problem is I don't, know, I don't have any. Maybe like Jim Jarmusch as, as well. Yeah, I guess so. But he uh, he's almost got a, li- a Lynch thing. Yeah, he has him, a very right? Lynchian vibe to him. Uh, <laughs> Mike Bay. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Right, I per- you know, he I'll look, openly he looks like uh, J- um, Bateman there, Patrick Bateman. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got that that uh, that douchey white man. Yeah, white. Yeah. He, all right, I'll openly admit. He looks like admit, the type of guy that hits on your girlfriend at a fundraiser. Yeah, like he does it. What? <laughs> that's very, that's a very specific thing. That, has that happened to you? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> Michael right. Bay has hit on his girlfriend at a he's fundraiser. He's like, he's still sure. pissing Michael Bay. That Why would I go to a fundraiser? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got to have more explosions. Like, yeah, he <laughs> looks like fucking hamburgers and bullets. <laughs> hamburgers and bullets. If my, remember MySpace, it had, you could have like a quote on your MySpace. That would have been my quote. Fucking hey. Like if we had MySpace now, I would change that. To fucking hamburgers and bullets. Hamburgers and bullets. <laughs> what about, uh, and, uh I'm dying. Spike Lee? Ah, that's racist. What? I don't know. <laughs> He's black. His Look movies are black. His movies not are really. Inside Man. Not all his movies are black. Yeah, like Inside Man. I was just thinking of one. Yeah. And I was also realizing he did the old boy. Yeah. Remake. Reboot. Yeah. Um, that was disappointing, wasn't I it? I think Spike Jones looks soft and in a. That's actually one director that if you would like to show him, like, oh, he directed all these movies. I'm like, really? I can that's see a- it. He looks like a gentle, soft guy who's. I'm not saying nothing like gets her. his character. I'm just like, oh, okay, I didn't. I, no, could, I wouldn't expect I could, it. I could put pin her you to could, him. Are you gonna say the same about Michelle Gondry then? Yeah, he looks like that type of guy. 
It's kind of like sweet. Fuck, I love this topic. It's just great. We, yeah, we I didn't sure realize we'd laugh so much. I thought it was going to be a bust, but good job, Harvey. Fuck. He has these uh, gems every uh, once a month. Cause, like, he brings I them know. out. I was thinking something short and simple it, would be it's easier. Either, it was this and the fat actors. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. Fatties. Fat actors, best haircut. It was fat actors that aren't yours that didn't do comedic roles. Yeah, it wasn't like a joke that they were fat, right? Yeah. No, it was because yours every is time all you see a fat, what? <laughs> shitting on people. For I mean, no, that wasn't that wasn't about shitting on people. That's because fat actors are never in a movie. Leading. That, yeah, they're never in yeah, movies, a lot of times, non comedies. Yeah, there are a lot of times they go the Tommy Boy route where they're yeah, yeah, it's they're always just like a joke. Yeah, like look at uh, what's her name, Melissa McCarthy. Like she's making. Like our first like drama that it's I, like, I, I, I actually want to go see yeah. just because it's also different, um, completely different. We, speaking of fatties, uh, have you guys seen pictures of Jonah Hill? He uh, literally yeah, looks yeah. like Sean. We were doing this the other day, dude. He looks like Sean. He looks like you. Did he lose weight again? Me, dude. He, he was like your. No, he's not that skinny. Oh, Sean, was it you? Oh, Sean. Oh, I think it was. T- I have him on. I saw uh, him the other day. I have him on uh, he, uh, he, Instagram. Yeah. Well, he he doesn't have me back, but I have him. Oh. Um, but like he looks like a fucking bro that goes Dude, to like punk shows. There's a photo shows. of him like with like a rat tail. It's the best photo ever. <laughs> he loses weight and gains it. I was like, yeah, saw, he's, he's better than Christian Bale, bro. He, again, I saw this guy <laughs> in Tribeca and he was like talking to someone. I'm like, yo, is that Jonah Hill? I was walking by him, and he looks pretty skinny, man. Dude, he looks skinnier than that. He looks like Post Malone. Though. Let me see. Yeah, he looks like Post Malone. Holy but no, shit! This is last year, there's another. There's like another image. He, he's you guys a, want to? Uh, yeah, we gotta play the game. You guys want to play, play the, the game, game and wrap this up? Yeah, we're coming in on. We're coming in pretty hot. Yeah, dude. So, um, man, yeah, name the game. game. This game is called uh, Rolling of the Die. Um. <laughs> So um, I, we're, we're we're gonna play the the new way this time, right? So yeah. so Shomo lost last week, so that means he has immunity. So he's gonna choose a, a movie for the uh, the roller of the lowest number. And Steve is rolling up the die. He's blowing in it, doing some really weird things. Uh, he got a four after all that. Not, okay, not looking not, good. I want you I want you guys to know I'm not <laughs> Steve, prepared for this. Steve, you might lose this. again. I might lose again, dude. I'm like not doing good this year. This I'm is not, not my year. I'm not prepared for this, guys. I want you to know I'm that. I'm gonna roll. Yeah. I've I've been doing pretty well this year actually. Come on, come on, so, come on, come on, baby, come on, baby. Twelve. Fuck. So it's not Sean. Son of a. So all right, Harvey, to, come on. I have to do better than a four in order to. Avoid. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I got an eleven. Fuck. So, so it, it it. All right, Steve. Well, you assigned me a movie. I guess I gotta assign yeah. you a movie. We can't be doing this like. Back. So Steve. Uh, all right. <laughs> I, I don't have a list for everybody, but uh, these guys kind of helped me out. Full disclosure. There's a movie that made my top five of uh, was it twenty. 15? I think it was 2015. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was 2016. Was it 2016? Because on our first our first or second episode, we recapped our top 10 of the previous year. Her top five. And that was on it? Yeah, yeah. it was on it. It's 2015. Uh, it was top five. So Don't Breathe was a... Uh, it was one of those things where the trailers kind of sold it as like slocky, silly horror. Oh, yeah. You guys almost spoiled the movie for me. I just remembered that. You guys are talking about I hope, it. I hope we didn't. Did no, we? no, because no, I no, literally covered my ears. I was just like, he's like, don't spoil this movie because okay. you guys almost did and I was freaking out. All right. Well, so this movie, uh, I went in thinking it was going to be corny B-horror. It turns out it was like masterful th- thriller. Like it was just so well done. And so it took so many good turns and made so many good choices. And my heart was fucking racing through this movie, racing. But yeah, check this one out. Don't Breathe 2016. Thank you. 
I'm actually kind of excited to watch this. Yeah, Steven I was Lang trying to give you something else. Pretty good. In it. Do you know where it's on? If it's on anything, I'm pretty sure it's on. Amazon you guys just have being cheap yeah. and just and just pay the three or four bucks to rent movies. Ooh, that is. Steep. Should we just start a fund like, like what do you, a GoFundMe, or, or like, we could just do a Amazon account for the podcast and just we all chip in. No, I mean like I'll like, use it every night. <laughs> wait, why would we pay an extra? We could just use one of our. No, I'm saying for movies that cost money to rent. That's what I'm talking about. What we? Why would we get a separate account for that? Yeah, because own. you throw in like you throw in like five bucks every week oh. or something. But that would just mean we're paying ninety nine dollars for nothing. Or we could get sponsors. Yeah, that's Amazon never gonna happen. Like, that could happen. We can have Amazon sponsors. It yeah, probably wouldn't happen. We're talking shit about fucking. <laughs> you called fucking Peter Jackson a fucking Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard worse on podcasts that get sponsored by Amazon. I call Woody Allen a pedophile. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> indirectly that's, calling that's him a news. pedophile. I called David My Lynch. Hero. I called David Lynch a slithering snake. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me, man. I did a bad Nas impression. A, yeah. lot, of, a lot of bad shit went down. Slightly this racist, too. Yeah. It was very. It was. Slightly. I just. I. I wasn't trying to sound like a black guy. I was trying to have his like his his ch- fucking chill. Just like it didn't come off like that. At but all. you know his voice though, right? He sounds like he's got not a care in the world. He's just like. You guys want to wrap this shit up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah, this this episode went Daddy off the rails. No right pun intended, because Nas is a rapper. Wow, it's nine o'clock. It's late. Yeah, it's late, guys. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, anybody want to take it away? What, where are we going? What do we do? Uh, check us out on uh, social media. We're at uh, Do the Right Film. We're on Instagram at Do the Right Film underscore podcast. We also have a website you can check out, Do the Right Film dot com. You can uh, listen to all the episodes there. You can give us feedback. Tell us if you like us. Tell us. Tell us you can tell us if uh, Shomo should stop talking shit about. Uh, Peter Jackson. Directors. <laughs> yeah, famous directors like Peter, <laughs> Peter Jackson. Um, it would also be very helpful if you could give us a review on iTunes or whatever uh, podcast uh, app you're using. That would be very helpful. Very helpful. Um, I'm Harvey Gladden, and uh, thank you for listening to Do the Right Film. What? Catchphrase. Is that your new thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's our new thing.